0: Anybody's guess
1: Ain't no good reason for getting all depressed Fire up your pad and pencil I give you a piece of my mind
2: Alright, I've been asking R.J. to play it He hadn't done it So I played it R.J.'s not here for this pod uh, It is myself, it's Fez, it's Scott, it's McKenzie We give you R.J.'s picks as well this is a Super Bowl Palooza. We didn't talk I I guess Fez threw in a couple random movie references, but he always tied them back to the Super Bowl somehow. So all we talked about was the Super Bowl. Uh if you're not interested in things like the Super Bowl, talked about dietary stuff. That's true. Okay. We we did talk about Fez Fez said, "Can I have 30 seconds guaranteed way to lose weight?" and then he went about a minute and a half on it. <laughs> but besides that, it was all Super Bowl talk. You're going to be happy with it, I hope. Uh, I'm going to help you guys out. Ooh. This is big. F- here's what you got. Fe- there's two options for you here. They both involve Steve Fezzik. I think Fezzik wrote the copy this week. Fezzik's one-year all-access, all sports. Every sport, all year, 365 days, every pick Fezzik's make. Fezzik makes. Or... Physics Super Early Bird Football Access, which you might think, oh, well, NFL and college football? Yeah. XFL? Yeah. Uh, USFL? Yeah. Canadian football? Yeah. High school championship? M- maybe not. No. 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 Uh, 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 if they're off market, we'll B- see. Bono's hockey? <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. Uh, Little League World Series? Fez earned 100 units in all sports in 2022. You could get that now. With Fezzik's one-year all-access, you get every pick that he's got for the next 365 days, uh, and that includes a Super Bowl if you get it right now. We talk about his Super Bowl prop package in this. You can get that now. Here's the deal. The discounted one-year offer is available now for $19.95, and if you listen to this pod and use this promo code, you're going to save $100. Use the promo code FEZ100, F E Z Z100. If you were to go monthly at the normal $249 price, it'd be close to three grand. So, really, you're saving $1,000 and then you're saving an extra 100 on top of it. Uh, it just it doesn't make sense not to. You guys are saving the most. Every pick, every sport. And if you only want football, that's cool too. You can get that for eleven seventy-five. Fez is all access football, eleven seventy-five. And then, you know, you're 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 saving a hundred dollars on that as well. Plus, act now, a hundred dollar bulk dollar bonus to spend on whatever you want. Wow.
3: RJ will get mad at me for doing this, but I'm going to also throw out a personal guarantee. Okay. You buy my picks for a year, I can lose for a week. I can lose for a month. I'm down so far, gear to date. All right. If you buy my picks for a year and you don't personally profit from those plays over a 12 month period for for a year, come out to Vegas. I will personally take you out to dinner. All right. Show me the documentation that you bought it. Let me know on, on the
2: honor system you didn't win. I will take you to dinner. You can't beat that. So go to pregame, click on Buy Picks, add Fezix one-year all-access, or the super, super uh, early bird football access. Uh, use that promo code FEZ100, $100 discount. Remember, XFL starts a week after the Super Bowl. So you're going to get all of Fez. When Fez's, is the opening night? It's one week after the Super Bowl. Is it Saturday? I, I believe it is Saturday. Mm. So one week after the Super Bowl, you're already getting XFL. Maybe. That first week, I might be on the sideline. Okay. Might, might, might. But guess you know, what? With this, if you make a pick, you're going to have it.
3: I'm probably going to be on some
2: unders. You'll probably be on something. It's
3: very rare that I don't like some unders on, a, on the first week of a football. Because you, you know what happens. They come out. Ooh, look at these rules. You can go for two. Scott, you can yeah. go for three yep. after a touchdown. Yeah, you know what? It's hard to make three.
2: And if you get it now, you get every pick from now. It's starting with the Super Bowl. And you go all the way through next year's Super Bowl. Boom. Just like that. Remember, use that promo code FEZ100. Two Zs with FEZ100. On to the show. Whatever here, here. That's right. It is Super Bowl week. And... We've got so much to talk about. The Wise Guy Roundtable, short one. You may have guessed that by the fact that I am introing this thing instead of RJ, who uh, RJ had to fly back east unexpectedly. So, uh, wishing him the best in his travels, and hopefully, he'll be back here next week. We'll be back to the normal group. Bad timing. It's the Super Bowl, but what are you going to do? He, he's, he can't control everything in the world.
0: Good thing he shared a lot of his thoughts last week.
2: That is uh. true. To my left, you just heard his voice. He bets sides and, no, Scott Seidenberg uh, is here. And to my right, the only two-time Super Contest champion, Mr. Steve Fezic. Fez. how are you, man? You know, I remember flying back east for the Super Bowl in Atlanta and the
3: one in Tampa. That ain't easy. That's no. like that is like the sick plane. That's that's the one where you you go like radio row, you know, when you're flying across the country and you can guarantee that the next week with all those people coming from all around the country, you're going to be sick as soon as you arrive back home. What I love I loved-
0: used to always take a week off after I came back from the Super Bowl. That's what I'm doing. Cuz I used to always <laughs> I used to always well, cuz I never went to the game. So I always flew back after a week on Radio Row and then you know, I I do the shows the next couple of days and then at the end of the week, like I would take off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday.
2: You never went to the games? Week. Nope.
0: Never been to a Super Bowl game. Wow. I've been to a bunch of radio rows, never been to the game.
2: Yeah. It would frustrate me to go out there to Radio Row and then. I'm not saving go to it for when game. the Jets go to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Well, so uh the year 2084, Scott will be on Radio <laughs> Row and we'll be at the Jets Super Bowl game. Uh all right. You know, before we jump into things. And we're going to give you a lot of, we're going to go over a lot of picks, a lot of information today. I want to first start by saying, Fez, you, like, before you, before you listen to this pod, you should already be at Pregame.com picking up Fez's prop package. Fez, how many, how many wagers do your clients have in their inbox right now?
3: 31.
2: 31. Wow. And it is Wednesday. What will they have by kickoff? Probably forty-four
3: would be my over under.
2: Where'd you go last year?
3: I don't recall how many I actually gave out. I I know like the last three years on the widely available ones. I'm twenty-three and six, but I was only seven and four last year, so I had a bad year, relatively speaking. If seven and four is bad, you know, solid winning day, but um, you know. Eight and one and seven, one and one, you know, the other years. And
2: what's it? What's what would people have to pay for that fine package at pregame.com? $39, sans any coupons. So $39, There's we give out coupons all the time. We've got, we give out 20% on SOV every morning. Every morning. (laughs) How do I get, how do I listen to that SOV? You listen, go to your podcast player. It's air every day. You can subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe.
0: Wherever you get your podcasts from, which means if you're listening to this pod, you know how to get podcasts.
2: Probably. (laughs) That (laughs) said, unless I tweet this and people (laughs) are only listening to it. I tweeted out the show this morning, by the way. Outstanding. Did you listen? No. See? Mm, Your methods. I don't know if they work. I was like, I, I listened to like
3: five podcasts. You're busy giving out Bowl. plays. I'm like,
2: I'm going through everyone's plays. I'm like, I'm guys that <laughs> dunk. But think about that. $39. There's already 31 plays up. There will be upwards of 40. And a commentary. I did like a, like a two-page write-up on basic strategy, how to bet the Super Bowl, how to go about it. This sounds like, and I, let me, where's the calculator? This sounds like less than a dollar per play.
3: I mean, you're just going to learn. So I'll say it right now. All right? So what is everyone – I'm going to ask all three of you. What are you going to be doing during the coin toss for the Super Bowl? Start with AJ.
2: Uh, Opening a beer. That's what I'll be doing. I know. Here's what I. That's AJ Hoffman. That, that, I know what he's like, going to be doing this. Yes. I'm giving the answer that Fez wants me to give. That's what I want to hear. I'm wanna, getting ready to live bet the the first score of the game uh, as soon as the coin toss hits. Whoever wins the coin toss, I'm live betting the other team to score first.
3: Yes. Yeah, I knew That is the correct answer.
2: But actually, I'll probably be eating a chicken wing.
3: If so, if Kansas City starts with the ball, we're going to bet Kansas City to win the first quarter, Kansas City to score first in hell, Kansas City to punt first. That is the right answer. Scott, put the beer down and make some (laughs) money so you can pay
2: off the infinity. Yes. Mackenzie, you agree, right? Definitely.
4: Mackenzie, you're not going to be drinking a beer during the Super Bowl. You're going to be live betting. Sober-minded is the most profitable way to watch the Super Bowl. And don't be a dumbo. Don't watch the
3: coin toss. Ooh, Kansas is getting the ball. Let me get my apps and open them up mm. so I can bet. have it ready, for God's sakes. Focus, people. Now, why, why does this work? Think about it. Ideally, the sportsbook manager has isolated the props that are very quarter-related. And usually they do a pretty good job of pulling the first quarter and the third quarter down Uh on any other NFL game. But in this case, they are making money hand over fist. They are having people in the lines betting, bet, 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 bet. And all they're doing is earning their 9% hold against these terrible bets. You're going to be the one that turns the button off on everything? (laughs) You've got the kill switch. So if you hit that button, everyone in line that's betting, everyone who's betting on the apps can no longer wager on nothing. You can see the problem. I'll I'll let a few you know, arguable good wagers on first quarter or a team to punt first go through at the expense of taking like 20, like 2,000 bad wagers all popping in at once on the app and at the
2: windows. Well, like I said, if you want more advice like that, Fez's package has like two-page write-up on how to do it and then all the props that you're going to want to get involved with. So uh, pregame.com, I'm not telling you to use a coupon from straight out of Vegas AM for twenty percent off, but you could. It's available to you. So you, uh, I mean, that's money out of Fez's pocket. But he, uh, would you mind if someone buys your package for twenty percent off? Are you okay with that? They can buy it for twenty percent extra. Whatever they, okay. whatever, whatever they want to. Whatever they, they can put on a
3: Steely Dan, you know, album and just like zone out and do whatever I they want. I hate
2: Steely Dan, by the way.
3: You know, it's interesting. I love Steely Dan. Ugh,
2: I knew you would.
3: I, I think the "Can't Buy a Thrill" album and the song "Midnight Cruiser." I love that song, "Midnight Cruiser." Yeah, Scott, are you familiar? Uh, if I heard it, where are you going,
2: Steely Dan? Midnight Steely Cruiser. Dan sucks. <laughs> I, so Fez and I greatly disagree on this, but we'll we we won't get bogged down on that. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go through, mm-hmm. and what we've got is we've got a. Everybody had to have a pick on the game. Eagles or Chiefs, plus, minus, that was a deal. We are all going to have some sort of a derivative, a first half, first quarter, something like that kind of play. And we are all going to have at least one player prop. Everything beyond that is what we call gravy. Uh, And And I love gravy. Oh. Chicken fried steak, gravy on top? Of course. Yeah. 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 It's the only way. Can you have chicken fried steak without gravy? On my cheat day. That's weird. I can't imagine ordering <laughs> a chicken fried steak with no gravy. That'd hey, be I,
3: a- I, I, I've been doing the detox soup every day for lunch. For what? For, waste, for, for weight management.
2: Wait, maybe a detox what is, soup? What is a detox soup? It's
3: a giada's. I get it for free. It's $9.99. It's chicken broth, and then they put the <laughs> chicken. They take the chicken breast chopped up. I don't even know if it's breast. And then they put it in separate, and they get some lentil leaves, and it's truly awful. It's good for me.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, as long as it's good for you, I guess that's that's the important thing. It better be. I'm mm-hmm. to right. help
4: you cash a wager.
2: Yes, sir. It, I guess body. when your body's right, your mind's right, McKinsey. Yeah. That's, and Fez is trying to get his body right. All right. So let's – I think let's start with the game and give kind of our thoughts on, on who we think wins. And I, I don't know if you guys have thoughts on the total as well. Uh, but let's – Fez, you get the honors. Forced play at the current market, which we're going to go with one and a half. I mean, I know there's a couple a, a – two popped at stations today. Um and you is the two still at South Point, the minus 105?
3: Yeah. So you can get plus two, minus one oh five. And so the way I approached this, I said, you know what, I'm looking at the best number I can get in Kansas City and the best number that I can get on um
2: the East Coast. Uh, on Philly on the money East. Line.
3: Yes. Yeah. So on I and, and the Philly money line should get better. So if you, if you're gonna bet Philly, bet Philly on the money line. Right before the game starts, you probably get a minus 114 someplace. I'm going to predict. Okay, probably in Vegas, certainly not at Delaware Downs, right outside of Philly. Um, Kansas City, I think this is, as as Nicholson says, this is as good as it gets. It's plus 2, minus 105. That is the wager to make right now if you're going to bet the side. Um, I hear all the time the way to bet props is do your work. Forecast the final score. And based upon your projected final score, bet the props accordingly. Worst advice has been given, but this is not good advice, and here's why. So suddenly, magically, I, Steve Fezzik, am smarter than the collective wisdom of the planet. All right, The planet has told you the final score already. The planet is telling you the Eagles are going to win this game 26.25 to 25. <laughs> Basically, price it like it's going to be a high-scoring game that the Eagles are the slight favorite in and move forward as far as the handicap of the game uh, I I really think just coaching experience, starting quarterback experience, so better coaching staff or well, better coach and more experienced coach matters more. I don't know if it's better coach probably,
2: but it's a better coach. Like yeah. I mean,
3: yeah, yeah. just certainly in the biggest game. I don't know, even think in Philly they under would the argue bright that. under the bright lights, and obviously you've got the best quarterback in the world, um, and it's hard to go against. And I get the the. Across the board, the Eagles have advantages in other areas. But I, bottom line, since I have both of those going for me in the biggest game of the year, I have to go ahead and land on Kansas City, the team that's been power rated higher, all year long. All that year was, long.
2: The, so that was one of the things I wanted to ask you. Because early in the season, Buffalo was number one in the power ratings. And it feels like around the time where Buffalo slipped from number one, Kansas City became number one and stayed there from like week seven or eight to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. It was a consensus Mm -hmm. that Kansas city was the number one power rated team. The Eagles beat the giants who everybody kind of thought was a phony playoff team. And they beat the 49ers without a quarterback. And all of a sudden it's like, no, now the Eagles are better than the chiefs. How can that be? Because the Kansas city got downgraded big time
3: after Mahomes got injured against Jacksonville. <clears> mm-hmm. And what happened is that th- we didn't even know if he was going to play against yeah. the Bengals. So so downgrade Kansas City, bang, move him down 3 points. Well, guess what? He's okay. He's okay. He's moved <laughs> He was good enough to beat the fine. Bengals. He was good to hop along, you know, Mahomes was was able to on the on the key play of the game pick up 10 yards with his legs before he got smashed out of bounds. Yes, indeed, that was a penalty. Dumbo Bengals. Um, so the bottom line, and by the way, I would the 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 the, the Bengal player that got you know, called out for screaming, you know, mm-hmm. at the defender. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. yeah, All he's doing is saying what everybody on, on yeah. else on the team is thinking. Mm-hmm. He, so so he gets he gets a, a D for he gets an F for political correctness and an A for accuracy. So
0: you mentioned the injury to Mahomes, and I think that that's honestly part of my handicap in this game is that we have two quarterbacks here that we're dealing with injuries or are dealing with injuries. Yes. We have gotten at least an inkling of an answer on one of those quarterbacks because we've watched Patrick Mahomes seemingly not be affected by his injury. He's the guy that went over
3: Yes, his his number. I
0: can't say the same about Jalen Hurts because he hasn't had to do anything to show us that his shoulder is fine. He didn't have to throw against the Giants. He didn't have to throw against the 49ers.
3: Didn't have so, to run either.
0: Didn't have to run either. So I still think that there's reason to have a, a couple of question marks about Jalen Hurts' shoulder and the health. He might be okay. He could be fine, but we, have, we, we don't we know. it. We've, we've seen it with Mahomes, and we see that the ankle is not affecting his play. We haven't seen whether or not the shoulder is affecting Jalen Hurts or not.
2: How much of an effect do... The receiver injuries, uh, you know, how, how much does that affect the the KC pessimism? I guess is the best way to word.
3: I, I would I would say I'm not worried at all anymore because of the fact that you know <laughs> we, we we obviously we lose Hardman. Um, the Exxon Valdez looks just fine. Um, you know, Juju's back practicing. You know, we got Watson's going to play. Tony's going to play. We've got Juju's enough guys. Been,
2: Juju's been their number one receiver for the most part this year. Like, well, Kelsey's, Kelsey's the number, number one receiver, receiver. but it, yeah. like. These are all interchangeable parts. Mm-hmm. You know, like, none of them are worlds better than the next guy. Yeah. None, McCool, of, them, none Hardman, of them are any good. McColl Hardman is a he's a replaceable part in yes. what he is. And they've got – as long as it's not a cluster thing where three of them are missing, I don't see it to be an issue. I, I really don't. And at this point, it looks like, no. From what I understand, I mean, obviously, Hardman is is on IR. He's not. He's not going to play. Everyone else is going to be available, from what I understand. And if that's the case, there shouldn't be any concern about the health. And honestly, think back to two weeks ago when the Bengals played the Chiefs, and it was like, "Oh, is Travis Kelsey going to be able to play? Exactly. He's kind of important. And, and then people and, and were and like, answer, oh, I, I got to bet on the Bengals. Or I got to bet the under on Kelsey. Yeah. and Which he it, went under by a half year. Do you
3: but think, the think these guys, is, he didn't play in the fourth quarter, Kelsey, and I attribute that to the fact that he was banged up with his back going into the game and he really couldn't give it much of a go in the fourth quarter. Well, you know, based upon the number of times I've seen dude at sporting events drinking beer this week, he's just fine. Do
2: you you think in a Super Bowl, if he was able to play in that game, do you think in a Super Bowl two weeks later – I I don't
0: think he's affected at all.
2: Everybody's good. Might be cold, though, right? This is to say, Back by tight? No. no, They'll probably have... It's going to be a temperature-controlled environment. And it's Arizona. (laughs) I think think the concerns, really, about all these players, Mahomes, Hurts, receivers, whoever, I think the only way to handicap this is just handicap it like they're going to be at their best.
3: By the way, I... As far as the controlled te- temperature, I, I have to make my spill like they had the one, the, the championship game in Indianapolis for college mm-hmm. football in January. Having gone to two Super Bowl radio rows, Atlanta sucked and Miami was really good. I Why mean, is that? Because it was cold and uncomfortable in Atlanta, and in Miami it was there were girls walking around in bikinis, and it was it was <laughs> just a it was just a great environment. And I go back to. You know what? Think about the fan here. The fan experience. Don't have Super Bowls in New York or Minnesota or even San Francisco. Have it at really good locations that people would go on vacation for. I know they'd go to San Francisco, but they wouldn't go in February.
2: Yeah, this is, well, this is the problem. The, I, I've, I've been to, I don't know, eight, seven or eight Super Bowls, and the coldest one that I've been to was in Dallas. They had like an all-time winter storm. (laughs) Yes, yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's sometimes it's. I mean, unless you do it in Miami or San Diego every year, yeah, they should. If San Diego had a stadium that was worth doing the Super Bowl in, I would say do it there every year because it's the best city to do it in. Yes, Uh, oh, next year. But it's. I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot. But I tend to agree. It needs to be the reason I don't like Miami because it's not indoors. Like I think it should be an indoor stadium That's in a, a warm point, weather because city because
3: it certainly can rain, which which it has. You yeah. Know, um, so, but, but Vegas is a good choice because Vegas, you know, this time of year it's in the 60s. You know, it's, I agree. It, it, it's beautiful
2: today. I, I mean, we I, can
3: handle we can handle the conventioners, you course. know, with, with all the rooms.
2: Vegas, I think L.A. works. Sure. Uh, I think I think Houston works well. Um, I think New Orleans is always a good, good one. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know how much further you need to go, go, really. You can
3: go Tampa. You know, Tampa's good, and and, and Miami might rain.
2: Yeah, outdoor stadiums. Uh, Dallas, I guess. I mean, it was kind of a a a once-in-a-decade storm, but, I mean, you you do take that chance. Yes. uh, But they've got a great stadium, too. Like, you want it to be a good fan experience on game day, too. Yeah, and Um, and
0: Indy always works because Indy is – uh, everything is connected. No, all the hotels. And stuff. Bez hates it no. because it's no. cold. No. you no, never have to
4: go outside. Yeah, you're, you see, you're, you're, you never have to go outside. You're being completely. Biased. If you're staying in one of the no, hotels, you're, you're staying
0: t- in no. the hotel district
3: right there. You can, you have the tunnels to everywhere. Incor- incorrect. You don't have to go outside. You are being selfish because you are working. I am a fan and I want to go to Newport Beach and I want to take a boat ferry. <laughs> and you know what? Last time I checked, and I think Kurt Vonnegut wrote about this: largest city in the country without a navigable waterway. Indianapolis
2: sucks. But wouldn't it be fun to go to, like, the field house and watch a college basketball game the week of the Super Bowl while you're waiting?
3: No. Oh, it, would okay. be, it would be fun to go to Malibu and, do, like, okay. like, that place where they got the peanut shells on the floor right by on the beach and I can, like, like hear the waves. go. <laughs> you get the
2: idea. I get the idea. I, and also, listen, we're talking about temperature-controlled environment. It feels like the Chiefs' offense – like the eagles would be if if they were playing this outdoors and it was cold and it was windy and it was rainy who's to the advantage there it's got to be philly
3: yeah the running team i do think as far as a handicap i keep thinking kansas city's going to be able to throw the ball mahomes is god mm-hmm. and and philly's going to be able to run the ball against that kansas city yeah. defense we're going to see a lot of yards we're going to see a lot of offense and i'm the i'm like i'm like the undertaker i mean i like playing unders usually
2: one of the things i found today and when you when you really dig into how good the Eagles' defense is, and I'm I'm curious how you do this, Fez, when you're power rating teams, how do you schedule adjust? Because the Eagles' defensive metrics are great. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna read a list here for a moment of the quarterbacks the Philadelphia Eagles' great defense has played this season: mm-hmm. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. Good. By the way, that's about the best. Uh, <laughs> Goff might be the best. Carson Wentz, mm. Trevor Lawrence mm. in a hurricane, mind you. Uh, Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. Cooper Rush, who not good. Kenny Pickett, who, Davis Mills, yeah. Taylor Heineke, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, Daniel Jones. Justin Fields, Dakota Prescott, Andrew Dalton, Davis Webb. That is the There's list. Some
3: real some some real stinkers. You know, I want to I I do want to mention with Aaron Rodgers. Am I the only guy in the country that's massively offended? That this guy wins a pro am tournament, but which with is, a handicap, with a <laughs> handicap, <laughs> that's terrible. Hey,
2: everyone's,
0: and everyone's playing by the same scoring. No,
3: they're not no. playing by the same scoring. <laughs> He's Everyone, anyone, He's a who, anyone who's, who's ever pitch. participated yeah. in, in a in a handicap league knows the only people that ever win it are the people who cheat. So here, here I got a Super Bowl. Effing champion that like has to cheat to win like some stupid golf tournament and make it sound like oh I'm a big man I won the cup he's got like a ten handicap you know f you Aaron Rodgers <laughs> I
0: don't I, ha- I, I don't I don't hate it last last outing I played I told him I was a twenty five. I'm more like
3: a twenty. If you're not cheating, <laughs> if you're not cheating, you're not trying. You know, you don't have, you haven't won the Super Bowl, and you haven't like, you you don't have like three hundred million in earnings, so to, to to offset like getting that trophy.
2: So I took a look at those quarterbacks and I found their average PFF grade for the season. Sixty-seven point nine. Wow. What's league average? There were thirty-nine qualified guys for PFF, like on the uh, snap count, they, of, the, of the 17 quarterbacks they faced, one of them was not qualified. Davis Webb mm-hmm. didn't qualify. Two of the quarterbacks that they faced were in the top ten this year. Andy Dalton was seventh. Kirk Cousins was tenth. Five were in the bottom ten. Matt Ryan, Davis Mills, Carson Wentz. Uh Cooper Rush, Taylor Heineken. Stepping
3: up a little in class here against the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL.
2: The the sixty-seven point nine would be twenty-fourth. That average quarterback that they face this year would fall right between Justin Fields and Mac Jones. Mm. Like if that's what you play at quarterback every mm. week. Uh, I, do, I do
3: think the is that the defense has no experience. It's untested, exactly. And 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 what happens? And you can you can comment on this. You know, just in terms of like, I'm sure there's MMA fighters that just pound bad. You know, get tomato cans.
2: There's guys who make it to the UFC all the time off of this. And like then, guys in China and Russia will beat up guys who like they're, they'll be six and zero, oh, and their combined opponent win total will be three. And <laughs> then and then if they get six fights against good fighters, and they go two and
3: four, then they're okay. Then they can hang. Now that they're used to this, but like the first fight, they just get their ass
1: kicked, right? Yeah.
0: The thing is, is like, with, with as good as the Eagles' defense has looked a lot of it is because they're playing from ahead. So the pass yes. rush is able to be so mm-hmm. dominant because you're playing with a lead. You They your easily most
3: sacks in the NFL. They, they are front runners. runners. Yes,
0: and how many times early in the season did we talk about the Eagles in the first half? How many points they put up in the first half? And what do they do? They build up a big lead in the first yep. half, and then they let their defense get after it in the second half, and that's how they win football games, and that's how their defense dominates.
2: The, the teams with the best offenses this year dak like i said put up 40 the packers put up 33 in a game that aaron rodgers got hurt in the third quarter uh trevor lawrence put up 21 in a hurricane the lions put up 35 like those were the best offenses they faced this yeah. season and they struggled against all of them mahomes is obviously the best quarterback this team seen he's the best quarterback in the world ever and well at least it's playing actively uh right I think, now I think, I think i think he's the best quarterback over a five-year period we've ever seen i i think that's i think it's safe to say i mean right what's funny is i mean tom brady's last five years were right there with him which mm-hmm. is wild mm-hmm. but this is and this isn't the first time mahomes has seen this defense they played last year early in the year. this same jonathan gannon defense and patrick mahomes eh, five touchdowns no big deal yeah like it's not like the personnel for the Eagles. But Gannon is... had this figured out. He figured out how to stop him, right? Oh, is that what it is? Or is it <laughs> now you're before the now game. you're playing against Cooper Rush and Taylor Heineke all season, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you, man, my defense is awesome now. So. um... You know, as far as, like, I think
3: Kansas City's going to move the ball well. I do think the Eagles are going to have great success running the ball. I think so, too. And I'm thinking to myself, is there going to be a punt? Can I bet zero punts? (laughs) You know, the punt's 7.5. That just missed my cut here um, because it's not really that widely available. But at at under 7.5, late 150, I don't see eight punts in this game. I know there were eight punts in the in the KC Cincinnati game, but that was a miracle that that got to. Eight. I, I so,
0: think also what's included in that handicap is the propensity to go for it on fourth downs, not just the success that the offenses will have, but the foregoing a punt to go for it on a fourth. And
3: down. And you like the fourth down conversion? I love it. It's so My yes. favorite
0: bet of the game, and I'll, I'll give it out now. But I, you know, no no reason to tease it forward. Over one and a half fourth down conversions combined for both teams. And is, what's the lay on that? Minus one sixty five.
2: I, I like that too. Minus one sixty. Last time I checked, yeah. at one of the prominent books, is shop around. So here's my question, Fizz. Clearly, I, I just gave you. I'm I'm on the Chiefs uh, for the game. So you're gonna now go,
3: you're going to get over to South Point, get that two minus 105 one well, hundred. You've got to go in person. Can't bet that on the app. It's it's minus a dollar ten on the app.
2: So this is my question to you. It, what's the money line at South Point? Like, it, it, what's what are what's the best way for me to do that? I think the Chiefs win the game. The money line at the South Point right now is plus one ten. <laughs> Well, that can't be the bet then.
3: It isn't. So no, you got to take the plus two. Yeah. So I I did the math here. So let me pull back the curtain. So right. I'm going I'm to start with plus two, lay 105. All right. Okay. I'm going to convert that uh-huh. to plus one half. The two is worth like five cents. So that's like betting plus one half plus 100. Would I rather bet plus one half plus 100 or plus two, lay 105? Indifferent. Okay. Let's bring it all the way down to plus one. That's worth about eight cents. Plus one plus 108. Now I'm going to take it off the, the one. So plus a half, that's the same as pick. Plus a half plus a dollar sixteen. So I need if I'm if I got a plus two minus one oh five sitting at the South Point, I need plus a dollar sixteen. Well guess what? Ain't gonna find no, no plus one sixteen anywhere in the world. So no East now, Coast, West Coast, Reno, Vegas, it don't exist.
2: Is, do those values like the the eight cents to six cents, does that does that stay the same in a game where there can't be a tie?
3: It's a great question. Because I'm actually, I think, underestimating the value of going on or off the one because of the playoff format in overtime. Because I, I assure you, if, if this game goes overtime, one, I'll be $10,000 poor because I'll lose my no overtime bet, so I'll be sad to begin with. But um, the first team that scores a touchdown is going to kick the extra point. I won't go into great detail. Why? You have to kick. All right? Then the other team, if they go down, they score a touchdown, they will go for two. And. Ooh. They have to go for two because it, it becomes, You don't want to give the ball back. You can't, you can't you're, give the, ball the ball back. Now it's sudden, yeah. it, sudden if, if death. You don't have the ball. You're only yeah. going to win 40% of the time. Yeah. So, so like, like a sharp fifth grader is going to say, you know what? I'd rather win half the time than 40%. I know it sucks to have to make, put all my, my – On one play, yeah. I, all down on one play, right. But so be it, you know? Let's go.
2: So, so and that makes sense to me. And then so, the game will land one. So, in your mind, the, the plus two minus 105 – the best bet available for no, someone wanted to back Kansas City. No
3: doubt, I hear all the time. I see this all the time where people like these sportsbook managers come in and they say, "We just had a real sharp customer." This kills me. Real sharp customer. One of my sharpest guys came in and bet plus one and a half for fifty thousand. It's like one. He's probably not that sharp if you're taking fifty thousand from him because you haven't barred him or backed him off yet. They won't let yeah. you play a
2: five dollar parlay card, but they're, yeah, they're not letting me play. Makes sense. The
3: story, be, the, the actual story behind it was that I played ten ninety dollar. Parlay cards and got using my player's card. And I was told you bet 90 instead of 100. You were circumventing the limits. And we think we're sending you're sending people in to play it as well. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just fucking send everybody in on you. And it's like, they, and, and not play it at all myself. We tried it my way. We'll do it your way. Um, but the bottom line is, even I, Bard, you know what? I can get plus two minus oh five. I got I got people. I know people. And so there's there's literally there should not be one dollar wagered on Kansas City and Las Vegas and all of Vegas for major bets. Now for minor bets, that's different, you know. But if you're betting thousands of dollars, everyone should be betting at the South Point or Rampart up in Summerlin.
2: So not everybody who listens to this pod lives in Las Vegas or has access to go to the South Point or Rampart. One and a half minus one ten. Now let's get to that math. One and a half minus one ten, which is the most available line out there. That's the same as plus one lay one oh two. Okay. That's and the same the, as plus one oh six. Okay. So if you had to
3: choose between one and a half lay one ten and plus one oh six, those are indifferent. So if if your best is one and a half minus one ten and you can get a plus one ten, that's the better bet.
2: And looking looking around by the math, it looks like the best available non vegas Money line right now is plus one oh five. So at that point the plus one and a half minus one ten still the best play. But it's close,
3: yes. And and it takes and, and also do you really want to lose by half a point on the final game of the or by one point on the final no. game of the year? All over being, over well, making five do, five bucks or, to, or uh, over losing five dollars. So yeah. And if you like Philly, I think you wait it out. Usually money lines. Depressed, they go down a little bit less, um, and I do think money's going to come on on Kansas City. It wouldn't surprise me if you don't get a Philly, even a pick'em, you know, minus 13, write a dollar thirteen right at post. If you like the Eagles, I would wait it out and play on Sunday.
2: So, is your bet also on the Chiefs?
0: Yes, it's on the Chiefs, and you know, I look at Patrick Mahomes seven one and one ATS as an underdog in his career. It's the best winning percentage for any quarterback. As an underdog, I know it's a small sample size. It's only nine games, but still, seven, one, and one is just incredible. And I look at the coaching edge. I give the edge to Andy Reid. Andy Reid is 28 and four straight up after a bye week that includes weeks off in the playoffs. I can't get past that. I can't get past the idea of having a coach that's been in so many big games before. Say what you will about his failures early on as a head coach of the Eagles, but it Goes to show you, he's gotten past those and has won on the biggest stage as well. And I have a coach that's never been in this situation before, not even as an assistant coach. Uh, It's too good to pass up for me. Kansas City, uh, I'll be walking into the South Point, and then I'll go see my boy Dwayne Colucci at the Rampart and place a bet as well.
3: You know, I love that Dwayne Colucci. Great dude. He, I mean, he's like very entertaining on air, and just and I met him a couple times. It's just a great dude across the board. I wonder, I wonder if I walk up to Rampart. I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to go bet at Rampart, and if they give me a hard time, I'm like, oh yeah, the South Point. Pardon me, I can play here, right? I'm just asked Dwayne. You know, <laughs>
2: will well, they let you play there?
3: I not if I ask it in that way, but right. I think if I walked up to Dwayne and said, you know, can I play here? He'd look at me and say, oh, of course. Okay, and then I bet, and then like Chris would be like, why, I, Fez? I told you you can't bet. And I'm like, no, Dwayne said <laughs> it's like, ask your mom, ask your dad. Yeah, that's right? the way to do it.
2: That's the way to do it. <laughs> uh, by the way, R.J. Bell, his, his bet on the game as well is Kansas City. So it's consensus here that it's Kansas City. Um, and, you know, R.J., kind if you listen back to last week's pod, R.J. gave out. He kind of broke down why he liked Kansas City already then, and nothing's changed for him. Mac, uh, you have an opinion on this game? If we said for- forced take on this game, who are you taking? I bet the Chiefs plus 110 today down at the South Point. Okay. Well, there you go. So everybody, we all agree. Uh, No, 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 we don't. Well, we all agree Chiefs are the side. It's a matter of how you take them.
3: Now now I'm going to, I'm going to make a leap of faith here. You probably Mackenzie, were unaware. You could bet plus two lay one Oh five. Am I correct? You're right. Yes, and that's so that's why he, if McKenzie was, because they're not advertising it. You know, you have to look at the board. They're not putting a big, you know, minus 105 available, or maybe they are.
0: (laughs) But I I have a question though. So, what about the idea of playing? Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP as a proxy for Chiefs money line to get more than the plus one ten or the plus one hundred five.
3: It's a good idea if you get plus one forty five, but you're not getting plus one forty five. You're getting almost the same number. Like and and remember, we don't even want to bet the money line. We want to bet the plus two lay one hundred five. What do we get on Mahomes? Plus like a dollar one twenty
0: five cents I mean,
3: that's garbage. I mean it's like it's like saying he's got to have a ninety. 90- percent plus chance Mm. to win because you're only think about this plus 125 versus a plus 110 um yeah and the reason why you're only getting 15 cents more and and you could well be turning a win into a loss i'm
0: glad you're explaining this because it's all i hear from a lot of these shows all week down at radio row is you know well if you like the chiefs instead of getting plus 110 get plus 125 on Mahomes to win the mvp
3: so, so let's take let's do the math so' let's, so let's assume ninety percent of the time you get if the chief's winning he wins it and he doesn't win if they lose all right uh-huh. which is you know I know he could win if they if they lost but yeah not so so happen. we so we take the nine hundred and uh we multiply that by one point two five um can McKenzie maybe can you do that? Looking at 1125 Eleven twenty five, 1125, But I lose, um, I, I, um, I lose the hundred back. So eleven twenty-five. I lose the hundred back, and I wind up with plus thousand twenty-five if I bet it ten times. Well, let's assume? I just go ahead and bet the money line plus a dollar ten. Now I'm at eleven hundred. So I wind up better off eleven hundred versus ten twenty-five if I bet it ten times and win nine of the ten. Doesn't matter if I if 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 it loses. So just the ten times I bet it that win, and that is that's assuming he wins ninety percent of the time. You guys want to lay minus nine thousand, that or minus nine hundred? If Kansas City wins, he's going to be the MVP.
2: Nope, no, no. Well, let's talk about the MVP odds. Uh, and I'm guessing before we get into this, because there's not a yes/no, Fez, I'm guessing this is a Dumbo bet, right? Like, this yeah, is, this is the
3: classic needle in the haystack. Okay, and like, and like I hear all the time. Well, I Just heard like like all over radio row. We're hearing, oh, Mahomes is a proxy for Kansas City, all right? If we, if, and we just disproved Jalen Hurts
0: for the Eagles. We yeah. just
3: and we just disproved that. And people okay, are giving out
0: defensive players on Reddit. And then, Reddick, and
3: right? then people yeah. were like, Oh, and if Mahomes and if Mahomes doesn't win, even though I just said he's a proxy for winning, then you might want to consider betting Kelsey and it's like, you know what, you know. Just, I go back, it's one of my favorite movies, The Running Man. If you don't think it's a great movie, it's because you just probably aren't, you know, you didn't do enough literary work in high school with AP English and the like. Um, but the, uh, the Killian, Richard Dawson comes out and Killian is lying to you. You know, he's like saying all this stuff that is just like ridiculous. It's like no one wins. The, the the book they you literally think the, the the sports books are giving kickbacks to these people to promote these these bad things to be, wager. We're going to talk about same game parlays shortly, but like these needle in the haystack bets. Exactly how many points are the um, are the Eagles going to score? What's the exact final score going to be? Who's going to score first? Who's going to be the MVP? All these bets. There's a reason that Vegas has won thirty of the thirty two Super Bowls, and in the last four Super Bowls in Vegas, the house has won over ten. Million, million, wow. over ten million dollars. <laughs> despite all these people betting, what these clowns on the national media, including Clucko the Ch- the chicken and my favorite Yahoo Sports expert, three astrologers favor Kansas City
2: in this game. <laughs> well, I'm guessing because Scott, you're more of the uh, the bet for fun guy than Fez, certainly. <laughs> Oh yeah, you Kelsey Kelsey MVP, have to Kelsey MVP bet is already in. Kelsey MVP bet. I figured you had something on this. You weren't gonna. You weren't just gonna you know, be no, but, like, but, oh, but, I'm but, not betting but, but, it.
3: But, but no, this is this is this is this is illustrated because I I I I do, white men can't jump. Scott would rather have fun and look good than win and look bad. And here's where I'm going. He took his little finger and he bet his. He bet your fifty dollars on Kelsey to win the MVP. <laughs> and the finger's going down. And as it's going down, he's thinking to himself, I could just text Fez right now. What did you get in your bet on Kelsey? Twenty to one. Twenty to one. Mm-hmm. I could twenty well, ones more than I thought you would get. Okay, but but I, I could text Fez right now and and ask him. Does he want to give me twenty two to one?
4: Nah, I just <laughs> bet it. I just want to bet it. Twenty one's good. What's consensus? 18. Twelve now. Right. No. Uh, I don't know yeah. if I... Our five-book consensus says 12 is the most common number. Yeah, you said 12, tw- yeah, when
3: you said 20, I was like, I am surprised. if I, get, I don't know if wow. I, yeah. I want to... But but, so it's fine to bet a, a better but, rogue but, number.
2: But you know it's not in a real book, so it doesn't matter. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's one of those books that if you win, you don't... you don't, You, you got to yeah.
2: win twice. you got to get paid.
3: Yeah, also. exactly.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That is the the downside. <laughs> any <laughs> word
4: on your bookie there,
2: Scott? Yeah, any word from that guy? No. I hope well, I, man, I,
4: I, I hope
3: his health's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's uh, you, in the ether. Somewhere. I kind I kind of like that 20
2: to 1. What's great is <laughs> oh? if, if if the Chiefs win, he's going to call you the next day and be like, "Hey, I got to collect. Uh, <laughs> you had the Eagles to win this. I'm, it's time to collect on that." <laughs> yeah. uh, that's typically the way it works. So, Hertz and Mahomes, the consensus right now, both plus 125. Just gonna gag and throw
3: up, you know. I mean, because because I mean, hurts even much more. So could just hand the ball off the. Entire yeah, hurts isn't
2: hurts isn't a number guy. Like he doesn't put up massive numbers. Oh, well, he did
3: before the playoffs started. and yeah. then he stopped.
2: Yes, but yeah, Mahomes, I guess i i don't I don't like using it as a proxy. Mahomes could get
3: hurt, like, you know. Yeah,
2: Chad Enny could win the MVP. A, a lot could happen, and Unlikely. plus one plus one twenty five is not enough on either quarterback for me. It, it I'll be honest. If I if there was a gun to my head, I had to make a pick. Kelsey would be my next choice. And at then, Twenty to one, he'd be it, my choice too. But I
3: don't want to book that.
2: Then I'd I'd go down and I'd probably look at like a, a Juju Smith Schuster or somebody who I think could make a big play. Like it, that's what it, it. And by then you are just throwing darts. It's eighty to one. Is, is a dart throw at eighty to one? Is that worthwhile? I don't know. I mean, would it be fun? Sure, but you could also just do. Juju Smith-Schuster, anytime touchdown score, Mm -hmm. and way more likely to happen than him to win the yeah, MVP. That's the same thing. With Kelsey, is
0: instead of betting Kelsey the MVP, just play Kelsey props. Because if you think Kelsey's going to have a good enough game that garners MVP votes, well, then he's going to go over his reception total. He's likely going to go over his yardage total because a guy doesn't win the MVP as a, as a receiver. First of all, tight end doesn't win, but a, a receiver doesn't win unless he puts up a monster game.
3: So that segues nicely to one of my best bets. I am playing Kelsey over six and a half receptions. Minus 140. I love this bet. I love the fact that Kelsey had obviously the monster game against Jacksonville. And then he came up with the injury to his back last week and still went over, still had a a, a big game. The wide receivers may not be fully 100%. This I know. The Eagles protect the the long pass. Kelsey's going to be open. They move him around, he's going to find open spots. Not down the field, but on the shorter pass plays yeah, against Jacksonville, I think he had 14 or 15 catches. Six and a half looks like something. It would not shock me if we don't cash at halftime.
2: Yeah, that doesn't. It wouldn't shock me either. And especially given, I mean, we talked about. We it's good to assume that everybody's healthy, but it, it, the one guy that we know is going to be involved in the offense, no matter what, is Travis Kelsey. Yes, like that's the one. Like if you said. Uh, who's going to have more targets, Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Juju Smith-Schuster? I, I don't know. I don't and know. And nobody knows. But what we do know is the guy who's going to have the most targets is Travis Kelsey. Like, that's who Mahomes is going to lean on. That's who he should lean on. And, uh, yeah, and especially given that, Fez, that you like Kansas City, the only way they get there is if Travis Kelsey has a big day, in my opinion. Like, Travis Kelsey is the, the most dominant non you know, non-quarterback on mm-hmm. the field, he has to be a major player in this game. So, uh, I think that makes sense. I, the minus. I'm guessing it, this is a prop where the juice has moved because they don't want to move the the total receptions.
3: It's both. The, some books have gone to seven and a half, and some books are just keep hanging the six and a half and keep taking more vague.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll get some more props here in a moment, but first I want to talk about same game parlays fez and this has become a very popular thing of late uh draftkings fanduel they do the same game parlays this is clearly something that customers are excited about like because everybody's playing them my question to you is is this a dumbo play and then i want you to also consider that because the average better for the super bowl is not the, the person who's wagering you know three games a week in the NFL or two games a week in the NFL. Some people their only bets of the year maybe on the Super Bowl. Is this a way for a casual sports better to to have fun? And what's the the ROI on these things? And and how 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 much are the bookies being cockroaches on this?
3: Yeah. So it is a lot of fun. It is a complete and total ripoff. The <laughs> the problem with the same game parlays is that there's no disclosure that you're not getting the true odds. So you parlay Mahomes over with Kelsey over. Well, that's correlated. That's a pretty damn good bet. So if I can play both at 13-5, to then I'm going to wind up making money by stacking these players together. But the problem is, is that the sports book charges you a extra commission when you do that, and there's no disclosure. It's like the Wonka factory. You know what? No one goes in, no one goes out. There's no nothing on the site explaining what the extra charge is. You're just told if you risk 500, it's going to pay 900 instead of 1300, and you just don't even know. And that it that is the problem. And yet, in the media you see more and more people giving out their same-game parlays and recommending it. And it's another movie reference in the casino, there's a scene where this is the opposite because the casino loses, that a jackpot gets hit three times for 15000 at the uh, Tangiers. And um, after, the, after the third jackpot, the—what's um, uh, the actor's name? De Niro? De Niro Ace De N- Rothstein? Ace Rothstein. De Niro— Thank you. Comes up to the the slot manager and says, you didn't see the scam in play when the second 15,000 gets hit? This is supposed to hit like once every like year. There's two of them in 15 minutes and you didn't shut it down. You just let them get another. And and, and the the slot manager says, it's a casino. Guys got to win sometimes. And De Niro's like, the odds of this hitting three times are like one in a billion you're either in on it or you're incompetent
1: Mm, either either way way. you're
3: fired (laughs) and the same thing is really true with like the media they're either in on it like they want like they're doing a show sponsored by a sports book so they're helping the sports book make more money or they truly think there's value on these same game powers either way they're fired because they're just not looking to help people win now having said all that there are exceptions, as always, to the rule. So, if Draymond Green is only going to play 18 seconds of action, and the limit on Draymond Green's on his under five and a half assists is eighty dollars on your account, and you can play Draymond Green. This is the famous game where all the, the, the yeah, starting yeah, yeah. five was back together, and he literally played under a minute. Well, now if you can parlay in same game parlay, as Draymond Green assists under with Draymond Green points under with Draymond Green, you know rebounds under. Guess what? You can get short paid because it's a certain winner. So the pros do use same game parlays to circumvent the limits when things are almost certain and the numbers are just completely wrong and off. Like when someone, they but know- that's
2: rare and probably even more rare in the Super Bowl.
3: Yes, so you're just not you're. If you're a mere mortal and you're a recreational better, you're never going to get those Draymond Green type bets. But guess what? The sportsbook has to make up for with getting the, the hitman kicking their teeth in once every two months, and the way they make up for it is to just destroy the the, the recreational better again and again and again. There's in Black Deck, There's a bet called uh, Easy Bust to give you an example. You can bet that the dealer busts. It pays even money when the dealer is a five up. The dealer busts forty three percent of the time. You can make this bet when the dealer is a two-up. He only busts, like, 38% of the time. It pays even money. Think about this. On a money line, you got a baseball team that's, like, plus 165. And then you just get even money, and people still bet it, you know? It's yeah. like, i like, to like, throw a couple black chips on the, on the three-busting. And the dealer's, like, always reminds them, easy bust, easy bust. Put your money up. And it's just, like, it's disgraceful. I mean, in these books, why do you think all these books are holding 10% against the sports bettors when the drunk baby... Whether he's done his research or not is only losing at four and a half percent
2: now, how you know you you said it's sort of a black box, but in your experience, how off is the payout like how much of a ripoff is it really? Probably
3: well, the hold on these things I think is like twenty five percent, and so a theo hold on a two team same on a three team same game parlay if it was paying the true amounts. Should be like ten percent. So, um, and you, but you got the core. You do have some correlation, so you should make an adjustment. I think it's short by like twenty percent. Okay. At you know, I'm gonna even say thirty percent. You, it's, you it's do the ridiculous. same game
2: parlays? I guess you you don't have DraftKings available yeah. here, so it seem it seems like something you'd be like a wizard at would be my. Uh, well,
0: my whole thing is that as long as it's correlated. Yeah, It makes sense. It, uh, well, the math doesn't make sense, but the bet makes sense. Oh, of course, Be-
3: because if you're not short-paid. Yeah,
0: because yeah. What, what, what I can't stand, <laughs> I can't stand seeing people give out same-game parlays that says, like, under fifty one, but they got five anytime touchdown scorers. <laughs>
3: you know? Right, right. We're 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 literally they're still getting hit. They're still getting a hit with it's almost like you get your bill like during COVID and like there's like a COVID charge. You know, there's an extra extra COVID disposal charge. It's like that all that all gets hit even in the anti correlations. Yeah, but I like the idea of if you
0: wanted to do. Um, if you, if you like Mahomes over passing yardage, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then you're going to put Kelsey over yardage. You're going to put Juju over yardage because Mahomes has to get 300 somewhere, right? But you're not going to bet Mahomes under 300 and then hit three wide receivers for the Chiefs at over their yardage. Just not, that, that. to me, I see too many uncorrelated, if that's a word, parlays out there that just make no sense.
2: McKenzie says he likes... Chiefs first half with Chiefs minus five and a half plus two thirty. The theory being the Eagles can't play from behind. Is that correlated enough to be interesting? What's the bet again? Chiefs,
4: Chiefs f- plus one and a half in the first half. Chiefs minus five and a half for the game pays plus
2: two thirty. Let's let's make the sausage. What's the math?
4: The said, sausage Bez? is too
3: complicated. So it's I an have
0: alternate to- spread at minus five and a half for the game. Right. For, okay. And what's the theory behind
4: taking the, that alternate? Like. I'm I'm just imagining if the Chiefs are up by 14, I want a little juicier payout than them just winning. Because Uh I think Jalen Hurts' numbers when he's trailing are much worse than when it's a good game script for him.
3: I'd have to, like, calculate the binomial, like, the distribution of, like, Kansas City tied at half, Kansas City down one, Kansas City up one. You want Texas to Johnny? So, yeah. (laughs) So I'd I'd have to calculate the probability of each and every one of them. Landing and then multiply the probability they cover five and a half. Obviously, if for Kansas City's going to have to be up seven, if the Kansas City's up at seven and a half time, this is a great this is a great, a great point. I I don't like this bet, and here's why: you don't need to parlay this and and maybe get reamed by the by by the bookmaker. McKenzie can just wait for Kansas City to be up because what if Kansas City's tied at halftime? Then this bet makes no sense anymore. The bet only makes sense if Kansas City's up like seven at halftime. You know, if Kansas City's up by seven, I like his his handicap. So why not just wait for them to be up at halftime? And if they are indeed up at halftime, the Eagles are going to be laying minus, you know, um, you know, uh, three in the second half if Casey's up seven, and then take Kansas City at that point you know, in the plus three that, second half.
4: And I will do that because I won't be intoxicated during the game. <laughs> but that which that, is
2: profitable. That brings up a good a good point because these two teams, one of them is built to come from behind. So if 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 you like Kansas City and they're down at halftime, it's not panic. Mm-hmm. If you like the if you like the Eagles and they're down at halftime, you've got to be really concerned. My question is, will the second half line show that? Like, of will course the, not. No, it'll just be wrote. It'll just be based upon two teams, even teams, or, or like I, close to even teams. That,
3: I, I got I got a favorite team, Eagles, so, and if they're down, if if the Eagles were down seven. They're going to be laying two and a half in the second half. So
2: that sounds like a real inefficiency well, in is, the algorithm. This, this, this
3: yeah. is I might as well give my derivative, okay. uh, if
0: you will, because it is Kansas City Chiefs in the second half. All right? Chiefs' second half right now, minus one and a half is plus 120. So the money line is minus 115. You get minus one and a half is plus 120. And it's for the exact same reasons that you're labeling out here now. If the Chiefs are trailing... I'm confident in them scoring and playing from behind and catching up and making it a game. So I like the Chiefs to outscore the Eagles if they were losing at the end of the first half. If they're winning... I like the Chiefs to, to beat the Eagles in the second half because Philadelphia is not built to come from behind, and I think the Chiefs can tack on some points. So that's my half play, my forced derivative, if you will, is the second half Kansas City
3: Chiefs. I'd rather just bet at the second half because you're going to like it regardless. And now I just can wait shop, till it comes I out. Shop thirty-eight different you know, books sure, instead sure. of shopping four books that sure. have this. So yeah. I guess. The bet's the bet. It's just a
0: matter of what you get it at and when exactly. you play it. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. So and if I you get want, if you want to wait until halftime and you're listening to Rihanna, look beautiful and and sing her songs, then play the second half line. Whatever it is, I like the Chiefs in the second half.
3: By the way, Rihanna's going to play. Um, I've got information on this. She's apparently it's the the you guys saw this. The word is out that they're going. She's going to play a song. They're going to ten seconds worth, uh, and it's just going to be a taped song of another song, and then she's going to actually sing a song. So what's the first song going to be? Good luck grading that. You're smarter man than I in terms of what, what's the first song. That
0: is tough. So, Oh, so they don't know. Like, how do you grade it? Is it the first song that she sings or is it the first song that plays, like the music? That's what you're saying. Yes. Well, when is rehearsal? Today's Wednesday. I think rehearsal would have been yesterday, right? Tuesday? I don't know. Actually, no, Saturday. I'm sorry. Saturday, that's when I used to get the, uh, the My confirmation. My sources
3: tell me. What's my name will play for ten seconds, but she's not singing; it's just playing. Okay. Then she will strike it up with "Bitch, better have my money." Okay. Is what she's actually going to sing, and you tell me how the book's going to grade it. I have no idea.
0: Odds right now on Rihanna. Let's see. I Thank had, you. By I the had way, it pulled up here. I don't. Yeah, it's
4: up on the screen there.
0: All right. So the first song. Would you say the first bitch better have my money? That's
4: what she's going to sing. There's, there's no odds on that. What's that my 15 to 1 at the book I'm looking at. What, really? what, what book is that, Mackenzie? Uh, sportingnews.com, which gets their books from, gets their odds from Odd Shark. And, what, and what's my name is going to be the actual
3: video for 10 seconds that they're going to play. But again, unless I see it at the actual sports book and not some article out there, I don't believe it.
0: I see what's my name at 12 to 1. So it sounds like you could play both
3: of those right now. I think I, I think you'd be fine if you can play both. Yes, so I would recommend that if you could find a book. Bet what's my name and bet bitch better have my money. <laughs> oh na na, what's, what's my, my name? name? Oh, yeah. thank you, Will Hill. If it doesn't win,
0: <laughs> I, I need to know his sources though. Yes, I need. I, I need. I don't to know. know. I don't know if he if because he, when I because when I got my information a couple of years ago, I actually had uh, someone on the stadium tech crew. So, I need to know where the info came from.
2: Okay, so let's go from Scott's derivative, his second half bet, and I'm curious about this because Fez. Let, let's go to your your bet first, uh, and and I'll actually start with this because you and you and RJ have you each have a prop that feels like they push in opposite directions.
3: Sure. So so
2: our RJ is on over nine and a half in the first quarter. Which is it seems remarkably low for a, a game totaled at fifty one. Fifty one should be like over ten. Lay a dollar twenty five. Okay. Okay. So it is remarkably low. But you have a, a prop that I guess it doesn't directly, you know, go against this. But, in but a, it's, in, it's, it's hard in to imagine direction. that both
3: hit. Yeah. I, actually, i I'll predict both do hit. Oh. Okay. Um, well. So so no score in the first six minutes minus a dollar forty. And where I'm going here is, you know what. I think both these teams are going to move the ball well, and I don't think they're going to move it quickly. I think I, I could easily see if you told me either team gets the open kickoff and scores a touchdown, that's a disaster for my bet, right, that they're going to score. I don't feel so bad. For them to drive the 75 yards, they could easily eat up over six minutes yeah. on that drive. It's really – the only thing that really worries me is is a field goal or, you know, the the long pass interference penalty – we don't have cheetah running around anymore. We got, you know, Kansas City throwing more intermediate shorter routes and we got the Eagles running the ball. And that is a leap of faith to think that these guys, even if they score on a touchdown drive, that they're going to do it within six minutes. It would not surprise me. In fact, Bold predicts whoever gets the ball has a seven-minute, 46-second drive resulting in a touchdown, which puts both me and RJ looking fat.
0: So I have a trend in history with this. There has not been a score in the first six minutes of the last six Super Bowls. The last time there was a score in the first six minutes, Super Bowl 50, the Broncos had the ball first. 10 play, 64 yard drive in four minutes and 17 seconds resulted in a field goal, 34
2: yards. Yeah, and I, I, I've i done some looking into this. McKenzie and I were discussing it earlier today. If you take out the non Brady Belichick Super Bowls, it feels like there's a lot more. Early scoring than there is in those particular games. Mm-hmm. And I get that if you take those out, you're taking out basically half of the sample size, which is already small. I mean, do, do you feel like that there's something to that? Like that, that Brady Belichick wanted to make it ugly early in the game? I think of the 10 Super Bowls, you maybe you take out three. I don't, I mean, I still think
3: it's significant. I think the bottom line is teams are close to the vest. And it wasn't just, remember, New England didn't play New England, they're playing right. an opponent. Oh, no, you're right you know and that that opponent couldn't score against that New England defense so
2: well so like i said rj is on the first quarter over i am, and i came in and my my derivative was going to be the first half over you can get it first half over 24 it's like minus 120 you've told me you think the second quarter is the better bet minus 14 at, at minus 120. Exactly. Over
3: 14 minus 120 second quarter. The idea being, well, what happens if there's 10 in the first quarter? Well, you've got – you don't care. We got the same bet. Right. You're feeling good. And 10 is an over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 is an over – is exceeding expectations in the first quarter such that I think that it would be very rare that you're going to be staring at worse than 14 points in the first quarter and – if, I mean you could have a scoreless first quarter and then you're dead and if, on your first half over 24, um, if, it, if they got seven points in the first quarter, you're fine. you know you you, you you play the you play the over 14, you're looking good, you play the over 17. Ooh, that's going to take a lot of first half scoring.
2: These are the two highest scoring teams in the first half this season. Uh, they've combined to put up just under 34 points per game. On average, between the two of them,
3: I'm, I'm sure if we look at the historically the teams that played
2: in the Super Bowl probably have they very probably good first similar half resumes. Numbers. Yes, here's the other thing I like about it, and why I kind of like the and maybe I like what RJ saying the first half over even more. It feels like Andy Reid. We give him all we give him all this credit for, you know, on with extra prep. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, when is that extra prep going to be most advantageous? The scripted plays, the early plays, right? the the good ones. Mm. Uh, so it feels like he'll have an advantage then. And then I go back to what we talked about earlier about the quality of opposing quarterback that Philadelphia's seen, when you've seen the the group of bums that they've seen this year, and now you see Patrick Mahomes, it's got to be kind of a, a shock to the system. And I think, and you and I have talked about this on SOVAM. I expect Patrick Mahomes to come out and be aggressive early. I think they want to show that he's healthy. I think that Patrick Mahomes goes out and and I think that they are pushing the ball down the field early in this game. Mm. I also, something else we've, we've kind of talked about, teams willing to be go, going for it on fourth down, mm-hmm. less aggressive or more aggressive in late down situations rather than taking field goals. I feel like teams will be willing to, to push for touchdowns, which brings up the expected points. So, you know, I'm not sure about that. Okay. Why? Because if I've got the ball on my opponent's
3: 30, all right, and I bet the over, I want them kicking a field goal because if they go for it, I get it. You know, if they, let's say they make it. So I benefit now instead of getting an expected three points in that drive, I get four and a half points. I pick up a point and a half. You
2: see where I'm going. Yeah. But this, like, it, I feel like if, I can if we had, I feel like if we had this discussion a month ago about a random game you'd say they've got to go for it here they what do, are you think but it doesn't help the over it's a the the
3: the, the, the i mean it's one thing to, for it to be optimal for the team it's not optimal to get to to get over though
2: okay all right here's another question i've got because these are there's different numbers available just like on most of these things you can have first half over 24 at minus 120 first half over 24 and a half at even money
3: yeah, I, I would always take the 24, but I, I it's probably equal. you know as, That half I mean, point? Yeah, is... but but who wants to lose the last game of the year by half a point? No, I, I, I yeah. tend to agree there. I, would, I mean, I would play the 24 and a half if it was better mathematically, but it's not. 24 is such an important number.
2: Okay, before we move on to the player prop segment of this game, uh, our guy Uncle Dave has a best bet on this game. And he is on the full game total. Let's hear it.
1: The Super Bowl, I love and I bet the under 51 points. This is, and by a lot, the highest total for an Eagles game this season. The Chiefs, they had 11 totals of 51 or more. Only three of them went over. and All four of their combined playoff games stayed under. I think people are overreacting here. Betters think Mahomes will be healthy to some degree. I do not. He didn't do his ankle any Healing favors two weeks ago, and even given the extra rest, most experts say this is a three to five week recovery. I think we'll see the same Mahomes we saw against the Bengals, only with more time to game plan for any deficiencies he might have. If he were healthy, his rush yards for this game would be much higher than 18. Now, don't hear what I'm not saying. The Eagles' offense is quite capable. We know they are. But given two weeks, I trust Spagnola will devise something to mitigate damage from big plays. He did it to the Bengals two weeks ago, and this reminds me of 2007 when he did it to my Patriots in this stadium, in fact. The last four Super Bowls haven't seen 52 points. Two of those three involved the Chiefs. Sunday night will be five straight Super Bowls that stayed under, I bet the Chiefs and Eagles, under 51 points.
2: (sighs) This goes against everything I see happening in this game. Although, I I think... like this is a if I were forced to play a full full game total, it would be over. Fifty one's a key number. I'm not forced to play a full game over. It's a pass for me. Actually, 50, we are we are forced to play the cider total because RJ wanted us. True. Uh, so Dave
3: Dave is is following the rules there. But I want to address this.
2: Fifty and a half, I'd be over. F- Fifty
3: one. Yeah, you
0: you want twenty seven twenty four to be a winner? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I work with people. I manage a betting syndicate. We want a whole lot of money. All right. We, did, you know, we didn't do everything right, but we did a lot of things right. And one of the things we did right, and this makes sense, anyone betting the Super Bowl, if you're bet under 51 and, and you have lots of outs and you're really trying to win, you're doing everything wrong. Everything. You have no idea what you're doing. All right. Now, here's why. Let me explain. We live in Dumbo, Las Vegas. We have all these tourists flying in to Harry Reid, making terrible bets. Guess what they're betting, Scott? Overs or unders? Overs. Again, and again, and again, such that portfolio management, you're going to get these most ridiculous numbers on players under, team totals under, quarters under, first half under, second half under, 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 under. There's no reason to fuck around with a stupid 51 playing under minus 110 when you're going to get, like, comparable bets under that you're getting, like, plus a dollar 10 on. So... If that's if that's as good as you're finding, you ain't looking hard enough. You're not even you're, I mean, so the, the, I can tell you as a as, as a, a guy that managed portfolios Super Bowl after Super Bowl and we like we'd win every year. Uh, not every. There were a couple of years we wouldn't win. But almost it's almost almost the same as Vegas. Of course it's hard to lose when you're taking plus 110 on one side and plus 140 on another side on the same prop. But like like a bet like that, we we learned early on the on the total, you play over at a rogue number, as best you can early in the week, because you're going to want to have the over in your back pocket to help offset all these zillions of under bets that you're going to make. And then, when the, inevitably, when do we lose? We lose on a Philly special type of Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. When there's a two point conversion attempts that are successful and the game flies over, and you, um, you just, it's, never, it's just never right to bet a Super Bowl under. Not that it isn't right mathematically, but that there are better. Bets to be made if you're looking to play on.
2: Well, you in general agree that side and total—that's not the best way to get at the Super Bowl. They're, they're, exactly. Like, yeah. If you were if you were saying I'm going to put the, the best 100 wagers you can make in order, like you, you're probably outside the top 20 before you even get to a side or total. Yeah, right? I
3: mean, like like literally Kansas City plus two minus oh 05 might be like the 64th best bet you <laughs> so, can make
2: for the Super Bowl. Yes, but again, not everyone has access to the full menu. And there's some people who have. Do you want to bet the side or the total? Do you know? It's, so well, I, I.
3: But but even even if you only have a few bucks, the rising tide will come on the overs. You know, all the books are going right. to get swamped. You know, with these numbers, so you really don't have to have five square bucks. You, you just have to have one or two. They're all like like let's say, what? Let's have a contest. What's the best under we're going to get in Mahomes pass yards? It's
2: close to three hundred. It's not going to, it's not, whatever it is right at this very moment that you're listening is the best number you're going to get. On the over, what's the best under we're going to find? Oh. Uh, got
3: access to every book in the world.
2: Right now it's 294 and a half.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll open up the bidding at 308 and a half.
2: Wow. I was, I was going to say 309 and a half. So yeah, I, like, it, like, do, do you get 310 or not? Yes. It would be the, well, that's the bet. I mean, clearly it's going to start with
3: the three, right? Yeah, I, oh, 100%. This,
2: yes. That's why. Yeah. Uh so Esler I I like some of his points there. Uh I like hearing the I mean but this it goes kind of back to what I was saying earlier. Like yes this is the highest Philly total. Now he thinks Mahomes is not healthy. I'm going to disagree with him.
3: I think Mahomes is I disagree 80, as well. I yeah. think Mahomes is going to be 88%. Yeah, but I guess maybe that's consistent with him saying he's not healthy, but mm-hmm. you know. I,
2: but I I just feel like this I mean if if Mahomes is 80% Mahomes is still the best quarterback they've seen all year, you know. And I, I went. I told you guys what. What did the best quarterbacks do to the do to the Eagles this year? They all put up thirty, at least. Mm-hmm. So you know. I mean, if you if you like the under here. It, and it's usually the over is correlated to the favorite, under correlated to the dog. Not when it's in this a one. case,
3: <laughs> yeah. If anything, it's the opposite. If
2: in this case, like if it's like the the way Philly wins this game is if it's an under game, mm-hmm. uh, and because I think all of us like KC, I think all our brains kind of point to it being a higher scoring game. So, but the, I mean, listen, everybody's got a different philosophy on this thing, and like you said, Fez, the the idea that this would be the sixty fourth best bet for you. You want all those? Again, Fez's, Fez's prop package available at pregame.com mm-hmm. will have over 40 plays in it. You know, I'm going to upgrade that
3: 64th because it the Kansas City, well, I did get plus 2.5. That is one of the bets that I— Okay.
2: But having said that— well, That's plus 2.5. Yeah. And can't fi- get that now. And
3: Philly plus 1.5 is one of my bets also. I, oh. I, I got that at open.
2: You're all over so I can show you the
3: ticket. Anyone doesn't no, no,
2: I, listen, I believe you. Unlike some people, I believe you. Uh, all right, let's get into some of the the player props and some of the other the other props that are available. And uh, so far, I've given you what, what RJ's got, and you know we mentioned he's on the Chiefs. Uh, we mentioned that he likes over nine and a half in the first quarter. I want to I want to ask you about his other two bets here, Fez. Kansas City first timeout what's the like what's the logic behind taking a team to take the first timeout and here's my logic i would want the team whoever got the ball first i'd want to be the first team to take a timeout
3: mm, i don't think it matters i don't, okay.
2: teams don't use timeouts
3: on their first drive okay that I mean they'd rather take a delay of game penalty than than burn a timeout on their first drive it, typically unless it's 4th and 1 you know on, you know in the red zone
2: well what kind of handicapping can you do to come to a, a first timeout prop bet
3: I actually would look the other way. I would say that the, the inexperienced coaching staff would be the one that's more likely to burn the timeout first. Okay. So, but but I have no dog in the fight.
2: Yeah, I'm, I, I'd, I wish I had his notes. I don't, I don't have his notes on this. Since
3: Philly more likely to go for it on fourth down in the marginal situations, I would think they would be the ones that, in that situation, if they are about to run a play and they don't like what they see, that um, that they that's a highly leveraged situation. I don't. Th- I think you only burn a timeout in the first quarter in a really highly leveraged situation.
2: Here's his other one, Kansas City's shortest field goal.
3: Yeah, I I agree with all the Kansas City field goals. My, my, in fact, mine is Kansas City's longest field goal. The idea being, if it's fourth and two, Kansas City's going to kick the field goal, and Philly's going to go for it, right, regardless if they're on the ten or if they're on the
2: thirty. Now, do you think that Andy Reid's going to be like that conservative? Do you think there's like no chance he'll go for it in those situations?
3: There's no chance he'll go for it. He's, he, he, he Andy Reid is much more conservative than Sirianni. That's why he's. That's why Sirianni's minus 300 to get a fourth down conversion and Andy Reid's only minus 140 and also Kansas City sucks on on third and ones and that would make sense they'd suck on fourth and ones I mean compared to how good their offense is and the Eagles are god because they got that Hurts quarterback sneak that no one can stop because the two guys behind him just push him and the took us till he gets the first down.
2: All right, let's get to player props and I guess you gave out Kelsey over six and a half receptions. you have another one, or is that your favorite one on the uh, the card?
3: That would be my favorite one on the card, but I do want to address, like, there are hot players that are all going to keep getting bet, and there's four of them. So the hot players are obviously Mahomes, Mm -hmm. Kelsey. I'll call those these public players or good story players. And then for Philly, uh, Goddard and Sanders. So Sanders rush yards, Goddard for receptions or pass yards. I think... All four of those are fraught with danger to play them over at this point, although I'm still doing it with Kelsey because some books still have the six and a half. But come Friday, Saturday, it's gone. It's gone. So And, so, and these are the guys on Sunday, right before the game kicks, surf around while you're drinking your beer, um, before the coin toss. And it wouldn't surprise me if you don't find some outstanding values to go under on all four of those players and um, – You can play for middles if you've gotten down early or just go ahead and play the rogue numbers and probably go one and three playing the rogue numbers to go under when the public wins on those guys.
2: So my favorite angle on the props is Jarek McKinnon unders. And I am probably going to be playing under five and a half rush attempts. I am probably going to be playing... Under 19 and a half rushing yards. My favorite is longest rush over eight and a half yards. I like the under. Uh, and he, here's why I think Jarek McKinnon unders are the way to go in this game. First of all, like uh, let's start with that longest rush, eight and a half. This season, he's gone over that in four games. Four? Four games. Mm. He's had a rush longer than nine yards. Uh-huh he has had 6 carries over of 9 yards or more this entire season out of 97 attempts 6 carries mm. he's had 9 yards or more including 0 in his last 5 games we saw McKinnon getting less usage last game um it's clear Pacheco's the number 1 running back first of all and I think part of it is because McKinnon's been so inefficient running the football. Mm-hmm. I still think he'll be out there in like certain passing situations where it's like we've it's third and eight. You're not going to run the ball. Let's have McKinnon out there because I think he can get, be dangerous in some screens and things like that. But or, it, or just to protect Mahomes. Yeah, he's a very good blocker. But, the, but, but, but they're not going to hand it off to him, so yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't if, care.
3: If he's blocking, then, the, the, then mm-hmm. it won't matter. Yeah. In the
2: last five games, the longest rush he's had has been seven yards. Those five games, he's had 24 carries for 43 yards. That is 1.8 yards per carry. Meanwhile, Pacheco, those same five games, 53 carries, 5.2 yards Per carry. Who are you gonna hand it off to? Yes. Yes. On top of this, mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards Alaire returning just makes this even more more interesting to me. I would have liked this probably without Edwards Alaire. Sure. But now I and because the truth is, I don't know how involved Clyde Edwards Alaire will be. I don't even, I, we don't even know if he's gonna be active for no, the game. But if he is, this becomes like a home run. Yeah, I agree. It, it, when they were both healthy or when all the running backs were healthy early in the season, It was Allaire and uh, Pacheco kind of splitting the lead dog role and McKinnon picking up the scraps, Mm -hmm. basically. Before the Clyde Edwards-Allaire injury, he had outcarried McKinnon 71-33. to Again, I don't know how much he plays, but here's what I do know. If he does play... He's been the lead back in a Super Bowl before. Mm -hmm. There's something to be said for that. Andy Reid, he feels like he can trust him. Uh, I I don't think he takes away any carries from Pacheco because Pacheco's clearly the best running back they have now. I just mentioned how well he's running. You're you're not going to take that away from him. Hmm. Uh, But I think his presence makes it that much harder for McKinnon to get on the field. And like I said, if the Chiefs didn't keep McKinnon on the field last week or two weeks ago when Mahomes was like, Compromised mm-hmm. physically, they just realize there's just not much reason to have him on the field. We've yeah. got better options, so I like under eight and a half yards for the longest carry. That's my favorite of them. But would you like all the unders under, under f- 19 yards, under, whatever f- yeah. five and a half carries? Why would the, I just told you his, he's been so inefficient? Why would you give him six carries? He, he's in the la- again the last five games he's gone over six carries. Or he's gone over five and a half carries once, and that was the Jacksonville game. And guess what? Eleven carries, twenty-five yards. Mm-hmm. Do you think that warrants more? No. Last game, four carries, one <laughs> positive rushing <laughs> yard. Like I don't understand why they would hand him the ball. I I don't. The only thing I don't want anything to do with him is receiving props. Yeah, I could like 20, see he's 23 and a half on receiving. I props. could see yeah. him being involved as a receiver. Yeah. It's just hard for me to picture them. And guys them. get
3: 15-yard pass receptions. He's not going to get a 15-yard rush.
2: No. And that I can see. There's no. I can't imagine a game plan in the Super Bowl where Andy Reid says, you know what's a good idea? Handing it to my third best running back six mm-hmm. times. So for me, my, my best bet, for my, my bet for the pod will be the under 8.5 for longest rush. I also like that under 5.5 quite a bit. And obviously, if I like those two, under nineteen and a half on rushing yards kind of goes with it. So I think there's multiple ways to attack it. I think McKinnon's usage in this game as a runner is minimal.
3: I fully endorse that. And Pacheco's the much not just the better runner. I mean, much better. Much better. Yes. I mean, he single handedly um, saved him on that Jacksonville Henny 98 yard drive when he busted for 45.
2: And you know, like I know you were on. McKinnon over in the in the mm-hmm. AFC championship game. And to me, it made a lot of sense. It did. But you know what? Like to the Chiefs, they just said, no, it's not even worth it to have him out there in yeah. those situations. Like they were still like it's because it, it worked in the second half of the
0: previous game because Mahomes was clearly impacted. Yep. But with Mahomes being fine, there was no reason to have him on the field.
2: And the only time you're going to have him out there is going to be situations where you know they're throwing the football. Yeah. He's, I, I bet, I wish there was an over under snaps on second down that McKinnon, or first or second down, that McKinnon will be on the field. Like, mm. it, he's going to be on the field like maybe three times on first or second down. It, it, there's just no reason to have him out there. And that becomes like multiplied if Edwards Alaire plays because now there's no reason to have him out there early downs. So that's, that's my best prop bet for this. Scott, what's your favorite player prop for this game?
0: It, it's Kelsey over receptions. Uh, and get the good number. Get the 6.5 because there are books that are posting 7.5. And, and what
2: what is it now, Fez? You said minus 140?
3: Uh, you can get by minus 140. I'd say market is minus 155. Okay. It's, it's all over the board. It's changed. It, it, it's at various books at different numbers on the Kelsey.
0: Yeah, right now I'm seeing uh, Kelsey 6.5 minus 160. So I would still play that. I think Kelsey's going to have a, a monster game as far as catching the football. I don't know about Yardage.
3: And grade me minus 160 for the pod. I want to make sure it's a widely available. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, easy
0: to find. Yep, minus 160 right here is what I'm looking at right on, on the screen. And that's at 6.5 because I did see a book that was over 7.5. We'd rather take the 6.5, obviously. Well,
3: what's
2: the number at 7.5? Like plus 105.
4: I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I want
2: the 6.5. I might be greedy. I mean, we, we talked about, Fez, you, when you gave this handicap earlier, you said you wouldn't be surprised if this number hit at halftime. That's a good point. Go ahead and, go ahead and put twenty percent of your bet on the over. You got to put at least money. a percentage on yeah. it, plus money. I
3: agree. I agree.
2: Yeah,
0: I think I think Kelsey's fine, and I think um, there's a lot of narratives that come into this game with Travis Kelsey. Obviously, playing against his brother Jason, he is going to be the focal point of a lot of uh, media attention, and he's a guy that continuously lives up. To the moment. The pressure doesn't get too big for Travis Kelsey. He's the red zone target. He's probably the best red zone target in the NFL. And so I think Mahomes is going to look for him uh, in those situations. And this is my favorite part of betting a Kelsey receptions over. How many times, Fez, have we seen the Kansas City Chiefs run that gimmick play where Mahomes does the underhand Shovel. shovel pass to Travis Kelsey? Yes. That is a reception that it's a cheap reception, it's not a 10-yard. Not going to get him over the uh, the, 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 the 79-and-a-half pass yards. But but if it's a short-yarded situation, they do that wishbone formation, roll out, underhand pitch it to Travis Kelsey, that's how you rack up My favorite
3: is when he, on the rare occasion, he drops it. The the announcer's like, oh, is that a fumble? It's a forward pass? No, it's a forward pass. And everyone who's 12 years old and has watched a football game has seen that but you.
0: If you can make me, if I were to create a prop bet. I used to do this every year with one of the online sports books. They said, you know, hey, submit a uh, a fun prop, a novelty prop that we're going to put on our website. And I would always create something fun like, you know, how many times will this person be shown on screen? Or, or, or will the announcers mention this? If I could create a prop for this game, it would be, will Patrick Mahomes attempt a pass underhand? <laughs> yes. And the answer is yes, he will. They will be running one of these shovel plays, and Travis Kelsey will be the beneficiary of it. I like Kelsey over six and a half receptions.
2: Yeah, I like that as well. Um, mm. But again, I, I I feel fine with the over seven and a half so plus do I. money. So, uh, all right, is there, it? It's funny. All of the props that we've mentioned have been Kansas City Chiefs props, and you know what? Let's, I'll give
0: you.
4: I'll give you an Eagles one. Hold
2: on, before you do that, let's get one more from our guy, the Hitman, and I actually like this one a lot.
4: Best bet: Kadarius Tony over 25 and a half
3: receiving yards. When it comes to Kadarius Tony, the question is availability, not ability. All reports coming out from KC is that Tony should be ready to go for this game, and we're getting a ten-yard discount from what his number was last week. Tony has been targeted on a ridiculous eleven of twenty-one routes this postseason, and he has the best matchups on the Chiefs. As slot receivers have had far more success against the Eagles' secondary than boundary receivers. It's scary to take the over for such an injury-prone receiver, but the big discount we're getting on a guy that gets a ton of targets in a game where Mahomes is going to be forced to throw early and often makes this worth it. Best bet,
4: Kadarius Toney over 25.5 receiving yards.
2: And this is kind of a bet on how healthy he is, but Kadarius Toney seems like his, his injury was the least devastating and, he's got you know, when he's out there, they're they're targeting him. They're throwing the ball to him.
3: Last time we saw him, he was uh, almost catching a
2: 30-yard touchdown pass. That's where, all it would take is one of those. <laughs> right?
3: Um, the only concern is he was banged up before that game, and then he got injured again, or I guess he aggravated his injury. But he's got two weeks. He's practicing. He was lined in the 30s, and now he's at 25-and-a-half. And let's face it. No one's really healthy, so that means w- that means anyone who's playing. Well, Hardman's not going to get his twenty-five yards. All right, so that's going to get de- redistributed amongst all the guys who are playing.
2: Well, that's- explain to me why this would be moving that direction. Like, explain why that. Like, when there's been no negative news on him.
3: It's moving up. It was lined in the thirties last game.
2: Not, oh, oh okay, okay, So the
3: odds makers some could catch like one pass for twelve yards, and they're like, "Oh, you know, the, the odds makers like, hey, it's not their money." I'll use a great example. Like this is this sums up the Super Bowl to me. Like. Um, I was hearing about some of these Hall of Fame bookmakers and how they like to go the night before the Super Bowl to Michael's for a great dinner, all right? And so they have a great dinner and, like, they, like, spend a couple hours and just to bring the wives just a celebration <laughs> dinner. What the fuck? I mean, like, can you imagine, like like like, a betting syndicate? You know, we're just going to take the night off before the Super Bowl and we're just going to go out clubbing or have a good time or have a really nice dinner. You've got all year to do that. Saturday nights, like the most critical time, you should be combing over the reports, going over the you know what your liabilities are mm-hmm. as a sportsbook manager. I am I the only guy that I just I my my head spun around like that kid in um in the horror movie, uh, the Exorcist. That's the one. It's just like you got to be kidding me. I mean, I'd fire you if you went. If you if you're my sportsbook manager, I'm paying you six figures, and you go out like the night before the Super Bowl, you better effing win. You know. Yeah. I'm like I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's fine. It's no <laughs> It's just fine." Yeah, I'll talk. I mean, and the truth is, you know, it is fine. You know why? Because the betters suck so bad at this <laughs> that if you're just taking action from everybody, you're gonna or you're gonna make your your 13 million. Maybe instead of making 13 million, you know, you'll make 12 million in Vegas. It doesn't matter because everyone's giving you money.
2: Let's look at the. I'll inf- give you an
3: Eagles prop. Do you want up? me to give you an Eagles prop? I got an Eagles prop. Let me give yeah.
2: you one thing. I'm gonna give you the injury report from Wednesday for the the Chiefs. Uh, they had six players with designations listed as full participants: Mahomes, Smith, Schuster, uh, linebacker Willie Gay, Jarek McKinnon. By the way, he's listed with ankles, not ankle ankles. And Isaiah Pacheco uh, and Trey Smith all are full participants. The only player listed as a limited participant was Kadarius Tony, who's listed with an ankle and a hamstring. So, and obviously, Mahomes, if you if you I mean, I, I'm sure everybody heard him saying today, like, they, he talked to the media and said he's he's feeling great. He, he's like, it's not 100%, but he's like, I, I'm happy with how it's going. It's definitely better, more mobile. We'll see on game day how close I am to 100%, but he feels good. And Andy Reid has said that there's optimism that everybody's going to participate. Um, he's like, he'd like to – he said it, – it didn't say that Tony suffered a setback – he said he's just been limited without he's been limited without an official health designation. But uh, he, it feels like generally the Chiefs are healthy, and I, as much as as Tony's been a, a target for Mahomes, it feels like if he's close to healthy, he's going to get out there and give it. a These guys in the Super Bowl they're all going to go they're all going to say they're good. If you got to get a, if you're ever going to get a shot, when's the time to do it? It's the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I I still like what uh, Hitman's putting down here. All right, give me some Eagles props, Scott. What do you got? Kenneth
0: Gainwell overs. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell has been a big part of this offense in the playoffs and has looked great. Uh, I I watched uh, Brian Baldinger break down his film and just gush over Kenneth Gainwell's vision, his, his football IQ. And his explosiveness against the Giants, 12 carries, 112 yards and a touchdown. He had a 35-yard carry in that game against the 49ers, 14 carries for 48 yards. He had a 17-yard carry in that game. And in the final regular season game against the Giants, 5 carries for 35 yards. He had an 11-yard carry in that game. You can get Kenneth Gainwell right now over 19.5 rushing yards at minus 125. His receiving yardage prop is over 11.5. If you look at in the playoffs, he had three catch, uh, two catches for 26 yards against the 49ers, one catch for nine yards against the Giants. So I'm not really high on his receiving uh, yardage, although I found this very interesting. And, Fez, tell me what you make of this. Uh, his rushing prop is 19 and a half. His receiving prop is 11 and a half. His rushing plus receiving yardage, 34 and a half
3: it's because of the idea of the grand salami that if if you add two numbers together the mm-hmm. total has to be the two numbers added together plus a little you know juice but you're right it's it's too much of an adjustment yeah it, it should, if they sum together to be 31 it probably should be 32 and a half not 34 and a half which yeah.
0: means they're protecting or they're projecting he's going to go over one of these numbers and my projection is the over rushing number.
3: Yes, the, you know the one thing, it, um, and one thing we want to be careful: we're recommending too many overs. All right, let me let me emphasize: if you're listening to this pod on Saturday, if you think, oh, just smoked dope for three days and I gotta I'm just getting around to reading the listening to the Dream Pod. And Kelsey's gone up to seven and a half everywhere. And some of these other bets I and gave Tony's, you unders. And Tony's 30. It's like if you think you're gonna win just playing all these numbers three days after the Dream Pod drops, you are mistaken. All right. I mean, you gotta you gotta be playing the stuff earlier in the cycle, not just because of people listening to the Dream Pod, but other people are gonna be betting that way. But you wanna look to play some guys under, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um Gainwell I, is a great mystery to me, and here's why. Because the Eagles smacked around both their opponents in the playoffs, so Sanders got no carries in the fourth quarter. And so Gainwell comes in. I know no carries in the last game, and then he didn't get any carries in the final drive. So Gainwell has been like um, Barry Sanders in the f- last two fourth quarters. He yeah. looks great. Now, does that mean he's going to get more carries the first three quarters because he looks so good? Maybe. You know, I'm, not, I'm really not sure. You know, the, the odd man out. I, I want to play Boston Scott under because if Gainwell is a buy and Sanders is a buy, somebody on the Eagles has to be a sell. You know, you would think you and, have to find, Yeah, I see Boston Scott's total is eight and a half yards. So I played Boston Scott under six and a half for longest rush, which was oh, available okay. at William Hill. He's a goal line guy typically, so I you know I do like that. But I, I you know I, I think with all these guys, if, well, if I like Sanders and Scott likes Gainwell. I think we play Hertz under for pass yards and maybe I'm, you know, I'm, I do not really want to touch, touch his rush yards. It's just, it's like the Eagles are not going to get 450 yards in this game, you know? Yeah. So someone's got to go under.
2: Yeah. One of the, uh, the guys I've looked at for the Eagles is Quez Watkins, uh, who he, his usage has just been way down the last couple weeks and it seemed i don't know if it's because the the pressures higher if they're they're not looking to him when when you know games are more important but they certainly haven't been looking to him uh his receptions prop right now is one and a half you pay minus 175 to the under which feels like quite a bit under an 11 and a half Receiving yards, though, feels good to me, because, and that's even money right now, or minus 110 right now for the under. If you think that he's not going to catch two balls, Mm -hmm. you have to assume under 11.5 feels good. So I'm willing to take that as a proxy, under 11.5 receiving yards. uh, When I look at the under 1.5 receptions at minus 170, I'd much rather have under 11.5 receiving yards uh, at at minus one ten because i I like both those bets. I don't want to be overly invested in this, but it feels like if if you like both the the one that's minus one ten feels a lot better
3: oh this is Quez Watkins, yeah, yeah, so um sorry, I'm like having i'm directing people to bet um I agreed with you, but now I disagree. I looked more into him. He's a home run hitter. He gets a lot of really okay. long catches. So they go deep to him. He's gotten long touchdowns. Um, he could easily do one catch twenty eight yards on you.
2: Okay, well then maybe yes. maybe I, I look away from that. Then it just feels like he's man. a speedster that they that they just don't throw it to. Yeah, his, like his target rate has just dropped tremendously. Tremendously. I love the under one and a half. So you like that bet? Minus one seventy. You like that better? Yes. Okay, well, I guess you've changed my mind. Then I, I I certainly feel like I want to be involved. Like if I want to get involved against him, the under one and a half is minus one seventy five. I'm seeing it it. minus one seventy.
3: you're getting you're getting to the party late. You don't bet. You don't have to bet everything.
2: I think you don't have to bet it. You're you're probably right. So uh, I guess that'll end up being a pass for me. And I I know he's kind of their home run hitter, but. They're not really hitting home runs. Like they're not looking for home runs. Now that could be different. Game script could be different here. Mm-hmm. Which brings if he me. Get, if he gets a catch, I am not comfortable that he's
3: gonna that that, that catch won't be over. That, that that's going to be a dink catch. You that's know? fair.
2: Yeah. So, so that brings us to what? Like normally, the 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 quarterbacks are going to be over 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 over. You're paying a premium. Jalen Hurts passing yards is at two thirty nine and a half. I believe it's probably under.
3: It is an under and the pros are, are, are tipping their hand because he started out like in like in the mid 240s and they're like we can't wait. We we're, were basic strategy says He's a public player. Mm-hmm. Wait till wait, it pushes wait, up, Wait till right? the public pushes him up, but he doesn't get any yards. He's like, they got two playoff games with 150 or less yards. And so the pros just said, well, that number's just ridiculous. The bookmakers had no idea what they were doing. And they opened them way too high, and we're just going to – we're whacking it. And the public is never going to whack it back because the public's going to bet all these guys to go – they're going to bet Gainwell over and Sanders over and and all these guys to rush. They're not going to bet – the Eagles – They watch, the public watched the playoffs. They watched dude hand the ball off. So yeah.
2: is it too late at 239 and a half? Or? Probably not.
3: I think he can still play it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like – again, the, the wild card is his health. Yeah. Like if you don't think he's 100% healthy, which, again, I'm trying to go into this game assuming everyone's healthy. Yeah. But even if he is healthy, I mean, like, we, I go back to if the Eagles are going to have success in this game – is it because Jalen Hurts threw for three hundred yards? Probably not. If this game is close, like and the game is lined at one and a half, mm-hmm. the expectation is this is a close game. If if this game is Eagles win by three or Eagles lose by three, did Jalen Hurts throw for three hundred yards? Yeah, I think the answer is no. And
3: also, Eagles have it third and three. Um, are you going to go ahead and throw a twenty yard pass to AJ Brown? Or are you going to
2: run a read option? You're going to run the read option, of course. You, you and are. then, and, you're, and you and might, one, you might get it then. You might throw it then, but you're going to throw on a route that's four yards. Yeah. And you're going to get that quick, and then you go back to the grind, back to the rushing. Keep game. it
3: away from Mahomes. You know, yeah. keep uh, keep the sticks moving, keep the clock moving.
2: Yep, this that feels like the the way to look, in my opinion, on uh on Jalen Hurts, which. And we
3: gotta have we gotta have some guys that were that were adamant about unders, you know. So we like McKinnon under for the rushes, we like we like Hertz under, um you know not everyone can go over so we got to you know your portfolio should have more tickets that say under than over if 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 that's not the case by the time the game kicks off you've done something wrong in most super bowls doesn't have to necessarily be true every super bowl but in most
2: well let's talk about the the receivers then for the eagles if we if we generally like the idea of hurts going under what does that say about guys like aj brown 71 and a half What's that say about Smith at sixty one and a half? Like, is there is?
3: Yeah, I like unders. I okay, mean, but 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 I'm not sure. You know what's going to happen with them. Like you said, Goddard feels like the guy who the yeah. market's bullish on. So if I'm bull, if I'm if I'm bearish on pass yards and I'm bullish on Goddard, I have to be bearish on yeah. Brown and Smith.
2: And mm-hmm. in my like, mm-hmm. again, this is maybe a, a Dumbo thing for me to think of it like Fez. But in my opinion, I'm looking under on AJ Brown. Because he's got the biggest number next to his name. Yeah, yeah. So if again, if you're if you're bearish on Hertz, bullish on Goddard, look at the guy who's got the biggest total and mm-hmm. say yeah, yes, I'll go under that. So AJ Brown, I think, could be an under as I well. I agree. Yep. In fact, I'm, I'll endorse that. I'll, I'll put AJ Brown under seventy-one and a half yards as one of my plays here. I'll do that instead of the Quez Watkins. Since I'm not. I, I'm not sure he's hundred percent. Also. You know, since the, 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 but you like over score. on
3: Dallas Goddard yards,
0: yes, forty-seven
2: and a half. Since yes. since Ques Watkins is as out of my range, my price range, I'll I'll just go the under on AJ Brown at 71.5. Sold.
3: Tight ends always open. Yeah, the, that's the theme. And he, it, well, I like Goddard over catches. I like over four and a half yeah. way
2: better than the over forty-eight. Yes, and a half. agreed. Yeah. All right, uh, Mac, you got a prop, a player prop that you like,
4: or a, any kind of off the off the uh, beaten path kind of prop? Yeah, I like this derivative a lot. I'm curious what you guys think. At DraftKings right now, you can bet who has the most sacks, and the Chiefs are an underdog at plus 100, LA 125 if you like the Eagles. So all the talk is about the defensive line of the Eagles, but I'm a big believer, and this is something PFF has talked about, the amount of sacks you get is most correlated to who your quarterback is and how they play. The Chiefs, Mahomes, takes very few few sacks. Popped up the super sheet, did a quick query, makes sense. Chiefs, one and a half sacks allowed per game. Eagles, two and a half. Huge difference, and... Unlike most of the Eagles games, I don't think they're gonna be way ahead. So even though they were way ahead the whole season, one sack more per game than the Chiefs, and I'm getting plus money. I like this one a lot. What do you guys think though? I like Chris Jones in this game. So
2: <laughs> I mean that what he just said, the way he broke that down makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me, Fez. Am I am I missing something? Because yeah. like you're right. Like you you, you think about all oh, the Eagles pass rush is much better than the Chiefs pass rush, and it is, but Jalen Hurts is much more likely to take a sack than Patrick Mahomes is.
3: Yeah, I can't get past the Eagles. You know sack numbers are they're so, they're so clear and above everyone else's. for but that's most playing sacks from ahead mostly. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't know. I don't know if it is. If I if we looked at it sacks the I think the Eagles got a lot of sacks in the first half
2: also. Okay, that because like McKinsey saying that it's often on the quarterback, which that, I I kind of agree with because Mahomes is a guy who will chuck the ball out of bounds
0: with his left hand to avoid a tackle for a loss. Oh, for sure. You know, I think Jalen Hurts is more likely to hold on to the football and get tackled.
4: Especially if they're running those RPOs and he doesn't see anything right away. Whereas
0: Mahomes is a guy who will backpedal and throw the ball away. Even if he's Mm -hmm. falling backwards, he's strong enough, his arm's strong enough to get the ball down the field, Mm -hmm. past the line of scrimmage. He throws the ball away to avoid the sack.
2: Mahomes has taken 26 sacks this year. Hurts took 38 uh, that is good for seventh in the league uh, for Hertz. Now I look at PFF and I see, well, who's got the? Let's let's look at the pass blocking. Who's good at protecting the quarterback? PFF number one grade for pass blocking, the Eagles. So if the Eagles are the best pass blocking unit in and football, and still more sacks, and Jalen Hurts still got sacked 38 times. Mm-hmm. It's on the quarterback. That says something about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And I like your handicap there, Mac. That makes a lot of sense to me. And by the way, the Eagles a pass blocking unit, they they're they're graded as an 83.2. The second best is 79.6. So, they're number one by far. But Jalen Hurts still gets sacked all the time. So, he has plenty of time back there. Sometimes he just takes up too much of it. And sometimes, you know, it, it leads to those uh sacks that end up being on the quarterback. So, mm-hmm. Plus money. I, I like your I like your side there, Mac.
4: Appreciate it. Let's go.
2: All right. Uh any other props that we need to look at before we move on from player props? Uh, I, I mean you kind of discussed the kicking props. Um I, I just am bullish on
3: Kansas City field goal. Because you and assume I'm they're bearish going- on Jake Elliott and and Philadelphia. Uh, field Mostly goals. because
2: of volume, like you think there's going to be more opportunities for for Kansas City.
3: Yes, I, I think Kansas City will be more conservative and choose to t- take the three points. Will
2: there be a missed field goal?
3: Probably. That's not. is that like Clucko the Chicken bet? It, it all things being equal, you want to assume they don't like hit the upright with with kicks and that they don't miss kicks. Yeah, like like missed extra points. It's always wrong to bet. Y- yes, there'll be a missed extra okay. point. It doesn't mean it's right to lay it to bet the no.
2: Yeah. so here's a question then let me let me ask you these because you're saying you you think the volume for Kansas City's higher over seven and a half kicking points for Harrison Butker that's minus one twenty to the over. Elliot is under seven and it's minus one fifteen like are do either of those jump out at you as i think you'd still get yeah you can get Elliott at seven
3: and a half, you know which is for you know for, four touchdowns and a field goal could happen, you know, and obviously yeah. two touch two field goals and a touchdown could happen. So I'd be sure to get, the I mean, two out. field
2: goals, you're dead. Probably. No,
3: I, you're not dead. You're okay. not dead. The Rams scored three points against New England. That is, right? tr- well, that, so, that is so, true. So, so don't, don't, these tails are, are steeper than you would, than you would think, you know, teams, teams, uh, you know, how many did Ken kent Kent's got nine points against Tampa? When they uh, lost that Super Bowl, yeah, thirty to yep. nine. I yep. mean, the, the, the team teams can have trouble scoring that are really good, but
2: um, make sure you get the seven and a half. Seven an important kicking number. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But seven, like, would you? If I said over seven and a half for Butker, under seven for for Elliott, which one is preferable to you? I don't like over seven and a half because the
3: the, 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 the game, it's just random noise whether Butker's going to get one or two field goals. It just okay. it just comes
2: down to you know plinko. You know, it's like, do they? You know what? I'm comfortable saying if Kansas City gets two field goals, he's well over seven and a half. Yeah, I am too. Because you're, you're,
3: my point is, you're you're really essentially betting over one and a half field goals, is what you're betting.
2: So you don't think there's value on either one of those, unless you I, get a seven I, and I, a half under Elliott. I think Elliott under
3: seven and a half. And what's what's value? the juice you you'd s- be
2: willing to pay on that?
3: Minus one twenty-five.
2: Is there? I know with. Um, with the, you know, you said be, be ready to bet live on who, whoever wins a coin toss, be ready to bet the other team to score first. Because we all said we like the Chiefs here, is there something to who scores last? Do, is How how correlated is the team that wins the game versus the team that scores last in the Super Bowl? Very.
3: 12 straight times the team that scored last won.
2: And what kind of number can we get on Chiefs to score last?
3: Forget the Chiefs to score last. Let's just go... We can bet that live anytime. Um, we can just bet. We can bet the team that scores last wins minus two ten, and I think that's a good bet. That is a good bet. Yes, twelve straight. You said twelve in a row. It's it's like eighteen and two. Also,
2: damn, that's yeah. I, and,
3: and and why is that? Well, because in the Super Bowl, people step on the other team's throat, so they just don't let them back up. They, there's no there's no prevent defense. That lets the other team get a score. And
2: well, you're not going to be, like, kicking a field goal if you're down 10 or down 14. You're not going to kick a field goal, for, like, a meaningless field goal. You're going for it.
3: Yeah, you know, I think you will kick the field goal down 10, you know, to go down 7. It's just that they – and, that's you know, you bring up a point that that's become savvy just the last five years. Like,
2: I, I've seen – I this drives me crazy. Like, I'll see a team down 10 and – they're at the five-yard line, and it's yeah, fourth down. Yeah, that drives down. me crazy. They're and they never kick gonna, the field. You're yeah. never going to be in a better position to score a touchdown a than you are right now. Kick a
3: 47-yard field goal. Don't kick a 22-yard
2: Like, goal it's much more – like. and they're like, well, the likelihood of an onside kick, uh, yes, it's low. You're going to have to get that anyway. But you're much more likely to be able to kick a 50-plus-yard field goal than you are to get yeah. into the end zone again. Mm-hmm. It's just – it's easier.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about – will the last play of the game be a quarterback kneel? Yes is minus two hundred. The no is plus one fifty five.
2: I think it's a coin flip. I mean, I, I feel like it's a, it's a dart throw because
3: I, I like the no the no Neil at the end of the first half, which you can Blake lay minus two fifty. I think. Well, it's that I love actually. Yeah, I think why
2: the, not? You take a shot at the end zone on the
0: final play of the first yeah, it's half. It's going to
3: be very rare. So the um, but I don't like the, it's game script. It's just against Plinko. You know, I, I I don't I don't see an edge there.
0: As far as you're betting the other team to score first after the coin toss. Eight straight winners of the coin toss deferred.
3: Irrelevant. Both teams yeah. will defer, both right, teams, Fez? Yeah, yeah. yeah, both teams defer. Both teams are going to defer. If Cincinnati was playing, we can have a conversation. I don't care if it's 150 people have deferred. And I'm irrelevant. sorry, it's
0: 12 straight have deferred. Irre- irre- irrelevant.
3: Yeah. And all that matters is the two teams that are playing. If the Saints were playing with Sean Payton, we'd mm-hmm. be betting the
2: Saints to not defer. The Saints were the last team that didn't defer. Yeah. So here's, here's another one that I want to ask you about. I'm looking at the first scoring game of the of the game is a field goal at plus 155 and that's happened in five of the last six super bowls the first points have been via field goal and i know that this is you're going to say this is correlated to who wins the coin toss because it's 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 much more likely the chiefs would kick a field goal more the eagles i guess here's the other question eagles over one and a half touchdowns in the first half plus money is that interesting to you? Because you know I'm, they're not going to kick a field goal. I'm, right?
3: not, I'm not. I'm not interested in in first half overs. You know, it's like that. It's just not what um, I, I bet second quarter over fourteen. It's a much better bet than any of these other ones you're going to be able to concoct. So that's that's the way to get. If you if you if you like the first half over, that would be the only one that I would endorse.
2: Okay, and then finally, the last one I want to ask you about is. These – uh the props on first touchdown over under six and a half yards. How correlated is that to – like, do you think either team will kick a field goal if they're at the five-yard line? Like, I mean – Kansas if, City will. If, it, if, if
3: they've got fourth and two from the five, they'll kick and Philly will go. Wow. Right? Would okay. you agree, Scott?
2: Yeah. I feel like Kansas City would go in the Super Bowl. Man,
3: Kansas City doesn't do well on third and ones and fourth and ones. They, they, they don't have – You know they have Travis Kelsey. They've got the like the ultimate red zone weapon. Well, then tell them to give Kelsey the ball more because they've sucked on third and one. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well. uh, All right. Uh, Give it to him on the shovel. (laughs) Yeah, the shovel pass is right. Now, I guess the I I do want to ask you about your live wagering, and I know not everyone has access to you know a, a full menu of live wagering you've got multiple books i'm sure you'll have open when when the game is going what are some key things to look for what are some ways to attack this game live Let, let's say let's say the if if the chiefs are up 10 nothing in the first quarter what's your look i have to
3: see how they got up 10 nothing it it all depends it's complicated but the number one thing i would say is With live wagering, don't play against one book. Don't be lazy. Don't be drinking your beer. I'm going to get on the phone. Let me see. Okay, the book I'm at, uh, they got money at the Westgate. Okay, they got Kansas City minus seven. All right? You need to know what the market is. It's like you're not going to win with one book. Now, you don't have to have ten. You can have three. All right. As long as you have three, two or three to check, and only bet during timeouts because you're going to get past posted if you try to play each play. All right, you get the spinning wheel of death. Mm-hmm. You bet on the Chiefs, and then they fumble. It's like, oh, bet accepted. Wonderful. Um, so wait for the. And there's more commercials. The commercials last a little longer during the Super Bowl. You're going to have time. So if you like, if you like something, you know, go ahead and open up. You know, and you—you'll be surprised. You'll get variants between the the books. Have the South Point open. Have the station open. Have you know, Westgate open. Have Circa open. Just have have two or three books. They'll all be dealing it live. There'll be great variants throughout. And by the way, I'm a meeting with an associate of mine tomorrow. I'm gonna scream at him. He's like saying, "I got invited to this party." You know, it's like, this is you know what. This is not a good party to attend. If you're if you're a serious professional about making money and, like, this is the number one thing, like, th- th- I'm I'm very hypercritical of my competitors, that, like, sell picks and, like, our different companies and, like, that, like, are, are tweeting and posting about the parties they're going to, like, and, and what they're doing for the Super Bowl. This is a huge money-making opportunity. You should be able to make a ton of money on a Super Bowl. But that's
2: not totally fair because, like, like you said, the people who sell picks, there's no – I mean – you can't you can't sell anything that you're doing live to your clients you can't help your clients it's a good point it's a good so, point
3: but if you're a serious better if you say that's a good point. I,
2: I if if you say like i'm a professional sports better then you, should you be. shouldn't be at a Super Bowl party.
3: Yes. It's almost, I'm trying to think of an example. It, it, it's like a professional poker player saying, you know, the World Series of Poker is in town, but I'm, uh, in Hawaii uh, but I'm going to a, Hawaii a, it's, the it's, next 10
0: days. It, it's a day trader going uh, going to the beach without his laptop uh, as opposed to being at the desk uh, looking at I, the, 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 unless he's got it automated. I'm not going to be <laughs> <grudged>
3: somebody <laughs> taking vacation. I don't know many yeah. accountants that vacation on April 13th to 15th. Yeah. Okay? yeah usually it's like you've got, all year to, 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 to take time to go to parties. don't do it the three hours of the Super Bowl you know right before the game starts where you're just gonna have some insane value across the board. and if you're doing this right, frankly you should be kind of fried and not be like like ready to like go out and party and have a good time. Um, but if you're it's you're right if you now if you're just a regular better, you're betting small or a handicapper, obviously it's a fun time and go to the Super Bowl I, I actually I'm gonna get people mad. I think Super Bowl parties suck. <laughs> I think it's like it depends because w- you know depends I, on how good the
2: food it's, is. Yeah, if
3: is, it's, I
0: also if, I, I like to watch the game and listen to the, the the announcers. I know people sometimes don't like the announcers. I like to know what's going on in the game. I like to see the replays. I, I I when there's a party and everyone's and the music's on and it's like the game's on in the background. No,
3: and the value is is horrendous. Like literally, these sports books. It used to be Vegas was fun. You know they are gouging you. You want to sit. A Super Bowl b- book—you got to be paying like two hundred dollars to, to just to sit in the sports book, and you can't hear anything. You don't know what's going on. You yeah. can't be making money betting because you don't give you have no idea what the market's going and and people around you, wishing to have screaming at you. they like <laughs> like two you know two rows down, the whole place hears them, and the um or you go to the showrooms now. The Super Bowl parties, yeah, I, I get it if you're a VIP and you get invited, but like I mean, it costs like three hundred dollars to yeah. I mean, I have sticker
0: shots. Listen, I, I, I. Last year, I was just on my couch. That's where I'll be. Yeah, the, and yeah.
3: no one bothering me. I'm. I'll be sitting, That's you it. know, with my computer in front of me, and <laughs> then you know, betting as the game goes by. And I've done very well betting live, like the variance of the lines, because you've got books that don't dip it typically dip their toe into live wagering. And they're going to deal some very opinionated lines, oftentimes because they're like, oh, my God, we're going to get killed if the Eagles win this game. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and
2: so they'll oftentimes shade their numbers. So at, at what point in the game – like you've said this before in the regular season. I'm curious if that holds true. now. And you said it certainly about the national championship in college. Mm-hmm. More of the same. If we get someone up by two scores – if Kansas City's ahead, more of the same. If Philly's ahead, it all depends. Because Kansas City can come from behind. Can-
3: anyone who's watched Kansas City knows that double-digit deficits are no problem. Ask your Houston Texans that oh, dunked yeah. off a twenty-four-point lead. I don't claim them in by the, the way. first half.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. Pl- I don't claim the Texans. The Texans
3: so. will fake up punts. <laughs>
2: yeah, that'll work. Maybe, uh, maybe it'll work. I don't know. So the more the same strat- or more the same strategy will apply if Kansas City gets a big lead. If Philly gets or if Philly gets down or gets up, you're basically still watching and learning. Exactly, I think that
3: that's that's sage advice. I guess given that's the case, you know what you got to kind of. I think you got to kind of favor Philly in the first half. Well, you're talking about Kansas City in the second half. Regardless of the script, if they're ahead, they're going to kill them, and if they're behind, they can come from behind. Well, if Kansas City has all these advantages. And Philly's been so good in the first half. Maybe you consider betting Mm. Philly if you're going to bet Philly in the first half because of that, where it's not going to impact them as much.
2: Yeah. Uh, I once again want to remind you that Fez's package is up right now. You can get it at pregame.com. I'm not going to. By the time you hear this Thursday morning, there will be an SOVAM, and I'm giving you a hint: there will be a 20% off promo code. On SOVAM, so you can save money on that package as well. And like Fez says, by by the time the Super Bowl kicks off, he will have forty plus plays up for you to, to get down on. Uh, and I I can't recommend it highly enough. Like like this guy's not drinking beer, or eating chicken wings. You can't even look at them. You don't eat chicken wings. That means unless I, I, they're, on cheat day unless they're I air fried. I, I, on cheat day, I could have. Sure. Who doesn't eat chicken wings?
0: Baked. They're baked. Actually, I'll,
3: I'll eat the chicken wings one day. We get. what I'm, I'm going to. By the way, I'm going to. I've got this down, Pat. How to lose weight? I've okay. got. I've got it now. Do I? have Thirty seconds. Sure. Drink tons of water.
2: But number. That's the first thing I tell everybody. Don't drink Coke or alcohol. Try not to drink alcohol.
3: Yes. Uh, coffee. Black with um, some some stevia or some 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 Splenda. It took suck. you a while
2: to come around on that. It'll one, huh? suck
3: you. It'll suck for like like a week, and then it actually tastes like a milkshake. Believe me, it'll be fine.
2: Um, Fe- the first when Fez was trying to lose yeah, weight, he yeah. was like, "I have coffee every day." I was like, "What do you put in it?" Well, how many creamers? It was not black. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it yeah, it was like nine creamers or something crazy. Like that. I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that's that's not coffee."
3: Before the sun goes, while well, the sun is up. You can only you can eat as much as you want. It has to all be healthy. Everything has to be healthy. All right, so you can have your, nothing fried. You can have your chicken soup. You can have your you know what. You can even go beef and broccoli at Panda. All right, that's healthy enough. It's like 180 calories. You can just have have your veggies. You can have um, your your sal- all the salad you want with um, not taco salad and not with you know and not with the dressing. Once the sun goes down, then you can have a nice meal for dinner. All right. So I'm not asking you to fast all day, which is, um, but on lunch instead of going to lunch and going to Arby's or going and getting the Reuben at the at the deli, workout. Just workout. And do cardio and weights. It, it'll take a good ninety minutes. So take a long lunch. Get, get fired from your employer. Send, sorry about that. Um, he, has, he has a shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch, and a sensible dinner. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but I don't even. think uh, – Be careful with the shakes and the smoothies because sometimes that
2: a lot that, of sugar and a like,
3: lot of bad. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I would. I would literally eat like the carrots and the celery and the salad and the chicken soup. Yes, and believe me. And and, and five miles a day. Get the little you know, um gadget that shows you how much you've walked each day. I got a, my, my, I got a life a, fitness thing. I got a or, or an or the, aura ring. Or or even the Apple Watch. Yeah. And 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 I've I've noticed if I walk four miles on average, I lose weight. I can't help it. Oh, lose for weight. sure. Four miles is the magic number. If I if I get put in five a day on average, uh the the weight just comes off me. And ima- like
2: imagine if you're running.
3: Yeah, it doesn't – but it does not not matter. You can you can walk. No, it you're, matters. It, it, it helps to run. <laughs> but you can get injured when uh, you run.
0: This isn't rocket science. I mean, it is science, right? Nutrition is a science. As long as you're in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose weight. Exactly. Facts. Uh, That's it. If, if you burn more than you eat,
3: you will lose weight. So just work out, burn calories – Eat less calories, and when you wake up don't. every morning, you must weigh yourself. This is uh, this is what works for me because it gives you negative reinforcement. If you're fat, and then you're like, "Oh my god, let me have the black coffee." And if it, if you're thin, you're like, "Fuck yeah," and then let me have the black coffee. Either way, you drink the black coffee. You don't weigh yourself. Oh, I get the Dunkin' Donuts with like the the, the all the bad stuff, like like the the iced coffee that's got that 180 calories. It's just one. It's the, okay.
2: This was me when when I was trying to make 185 pounds to fight. Oh yeah, I, like. I had to ch- I probably checked my weight three or four times a day mm-hmm. because you're you're not eating much. Like I wasn't eating much at all. I was training hard and not eating at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would train for three hours and I'd come home and I'd eat some lettuce. Yeah. Like it was a miserable, and ice chips. M- yeah, miserable existence. But if you're not checking that scale, and I I know what people say when you're losing weight, don't check the scale. You don't need to see like no no. But if I didn't see that something was happening, I mm-hmm. I would lose motivation. And I agree with you. I, I think giving it a good look and saying, uh, "Yeah, I, I, okay, I'm seeing some progress." And here's the That's beauty. Big.
3: And here's the beauty of it: the first two weeks can be hard. Once it only takes about ten days. Okay, you will have the greatest meals of your life after about ten days. You will find that just having a regular um, chicken dinner with i mean not fried just like
2: chicken and asparagus is like yeah it it tastes amazing.
3: it tastes like you're you're at a gourmet room mm-hmm. it's like the food like your body will learn to really appreciate the food and then the one time on your cheat day that you have like a lobster risotto you'll be like this is the greatest <laughs> uh, meal i've had my entire life
0: yeah there's lots of things you can and then there's always you know healthy substitutes you can make like i just made a uh, protein pudding uh, the other day it's delicious you know, I got the sugar-free pudding mix. I put in my protein powder, slap some Greek yogurt in it. It was amazing.
3: Yeah, it was and delicious. And and just going back to Panda, like the bro- beef and broccoli is 180 calories. Like the like, and then there's like the orange chicken's like 650 calories. It tastes the same. It's there's no difference.
0: Well, AJ got the OK to start training again, so uh, we're gonna see if we can schedule a, a sparring session. You sparring are? session? Yeah, for I'll, you. I'll ref. Okay.
3: I'll ref. All right. I'll be your corner man.
2: Oh, I thought you meant we are were, were going to schedule a sparring session together. No, no. Oh. I'll just be in your corner. Hit okay. the one in the middle.
3: Hey, uh, punts punts <laughs> are still hanging out there at 7.5. I like punts under. I don't see how we're getting to eight punts.
2: Yeah, that, that's an alarming. What's the what's the juice you got to lay on that? Minus 150
3: at Westgate. Last time I checked. Yeah,
2: I don't see eight punts. Happen. And if, you know what? If eight, eight punts p- is, a, is a, and I think there's going to be long ball control drives also. Maybe, tick. maybe more than any tick number that we've mentioned in this pod, if there's eight punts in this game, everything I thought that was going to happen yeah, in this game is yeah, wrong. Like, right. there were like, eight
3: punts in the Cincy-KC game, but that was, like, there were six late in the fourth quarter. That was a kind of bizarre that they got to eight.
2: Well, mm-hmm. A, Joe Burrow got sacked a ton of times, mm-hmm. which puts you in, you know, the third in, in unmanageable situations. And Patrick Mahomes was on one leg. Yeah. like That hurts. Yeah. I, I – and – not to mention, and they
3: call roughing the passer, uh, not roughing the passer, they, they call intentional grounding. Although they did pick up the first down after that. If the Bengals just drive down and, and win, then that's seven punts.
2: But also the the Eagles' aggressiveness on fourth downs that that, helps. that also There's, leads to less punts. Not so, to
3: mention, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, one thing I wouldn't bet against is like a fake punt. You know, they, both these coaches. Ooh. You know, they. I mean, they could have a little wrinkle. You
2: know, now, absolutely. That would be big balls. All right. So there you go. Uh, I, I, that's it's about as well as we can break it down. and I, I think I, I don't have much else on the game consensus. If you just if you're one of those guys like me that
3: listens to the last two minutes of
2: a podcast, we pretty much all preferred Kansas City. Yeah, that, right that, that's actually unanimous. Uh, R.J. as well. Yep. So all five of us: Mackenzie, Scott, Fez, R.J., myself, all like Kansas City. Get the two. If you can get if you're in Vegas, go to South Point. If you're allowed to go to South Point and get two minus one o five if you're not in Vegas, get the plus one and a half minus one ten uh that's we've done the math it's better than the money or better than the money line, so you might you might as well take those points uh but the plus one ten would be better than the plus one and a half lay one ten sure so let's let's just go around the horn real quick plus uh, like do you have a a, a feel for the over under or a total if you had a forced play on the total what, where are you looking zero i think 51 is spot on i
3: will say oh, if, if okay. you like if you like the eagles i do think that wait until right before kickoff i think you're going to get your best number maybe not in the east coast but in vegas i think you're going to see like a minus 115 or better
2: so what what's your what's your projected final score then he thinks 27-24.
3: 27-24. 20, 20, yeah. 25 and a half to 25
2: and a half. It's going
3: to be a tie. Okay.
2: Scott, what's your projected final score? Over.
0: I'll go 30-27 Chiefs.
2: Mac? 34-20 Chiefs. Oh, blowout. Give me give me Kansas City 26-25. 26-25? Yep. I'll go uh I, I think it's I'm close to you, Scott. I, I think 31-24 is the number that 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 I like. So uh you let's you want to go around the horn real quick and mention some of the uh the the I guess the derivative mine was the second half over 14 uh second, or se- quarter. second quarter over 14 points was my my uh quarter or half derivative mine was Kansas City second half and what's the number there is it is it plus whatever you get you can bet it at halftime
0: Yeah, you can bet it at halftime Kansas City in the second half. what is it now Different books have different numbers. I've seen I've seen minus one and a half. I've seen plus one and a half. Okay. Then C- what call it call it plus one oh five.
2: Plus one oh five. Because I'll I gotta be listen, RJ put me in charge of the pod today. If if you said I'll bet it live. Why is Scott not in charge? RJ would say, you can't do that. You gotta you gotta okay. give a position. Plus one oh five. Plus one oh five second
3: half. Uh Fez? I'm gonna go no score first six minutes, minus one forty. Now People are going to ask me, well, what if there's five thirties out there and there's six thirties out there? It turns out every second is worth one cent. <laughs> so under six minus one forty is the same as under six and a half minus one minus one ten yeah.
2: is the same as under five and a half minus one seventy. Bet accordingly. Uh, RJ likes over nine and a half in the first quarter. Mac, you have one of those, like a uh, quarter half derivative.
4: Ah, I was, I was all prepared to give my sacks one. But as far as derivatives, uh, I'm going to go Chiefs alternative line. I'll, I'll see, keep it consistent. Minus five and a half, you can get plus 180. Okay, and go ahead and give your sacks number again. I like the Chiefs to have more sacks than the Eagles. You can get that at plus 100. And then you,
2: uh, Scott, what are what are your props that you're going to officially endorse here on the pod? Kelsey
0: over six and a half catches. Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half rushing yards. And opening uh, over one and a half. Turn uh uh fourth down conversions. So over one and a half fourth down conversions. And I will go back to one that I mentioned last week, which is the opening kickoff to not be a touchback.
2: All right, Fez. A
3: couple
2: uh, player props for you.
3: Yeah, we'll do Kelsey over the six and a half. We're gonna lay minus one sixty mm-hmm. with Scott. I also I will endorse Scott's over one and a half fourth down conversions, minus one sixty. I know there's a lot of minuses, all right? That's fine. That's I can tell you like I was looking, perusing, and Scott did give you a, a nice plus money that that the opening kickoff plus one fifty will not be a touchback. Mm-hmm. But I looking at my props, they're littered with minuses all over the place. And that's just the way that the pros bet. The, the public likes to bet a little to win a lot. They bet, cockroaches. They bet the, – no, the public, not the – No,
0: I'm the, saying the, the, the reason the, why they're clients. all – Yeah, the negatives. Yeah.
3: yeah, the cockroaches. I, 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 I'm trying to think. What's the term for they're it? Donkeys. The donkeys. Are, oh, the donkeys. Oh, the the bookmaker is making it. so But really, it's it's the pros that are making these mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. expensive on, on on so many of them. But um, you hear this all the time where people are like, oh, I'm just going to bet 10 props, and I only have to like, get four of them right, and I'm going to make money. That is completely the wrong way to look at this to try to engineer a way of let me bet like four plus money props and I only have to go two and two and I'll make money. You won't make money. You'll go oh and four.
2: All right. I'm gonna go with Jarek McKinnon under eight and a half longest rush. I'm going to go Jarek McKinnon under five and a half rush attempts and I'm going like that. I'm gonna go AJ Brown under 71 and a half receiving yards. Uh, so I, a lot of, a lot of unders for me, not fun, but I think the fun happens elsewhere. Uh, and then RJ has, they're not player props, but his props are Kansas city to have the first time out and Kansas city shortest field goal, which you also like. I, I like all the I'm bullish. longest. Field I, I like
3: Kansas city longest field goal, but just in general, I'm bullish on Butker and Kansas city field goals. And I'm bearish on Elliot and Philly field goals. Not because Butker is that much better of a kicker than Elliot. I do believe he is but because the it, just the coaches, um, their aggressiveness
2: when it comes to the fourth down play calls. All right, then. I guess there's only one thing left to do for the last time this football season. Get us out of here, Fez. Hey! Hey!
3: It's just one game. Don't overbet your bankroll on one bet.
1: Let's be careful out there. Talk to you next week.